Welcome to this nonsense. It's a fantasy football league, but on top of that, we're going to come up with some ridiculous rules and settings and scenarios to try to make this in general fun. Um, because, you know, fantasy football is awesome for some people and awful for other people. And we want to have as much fun in this league and be chaotic as possible. So who is here with me today? Honest, honestly, I think that fantasy football is both awful and exciting for a lot of people. I, I don't know I, anybody I who it's pure bliss. Well, some people. I guess like, so. Don't you think like Matthew Berry like, has dreams of f- fantasy football at night? No. Or you think he, well, he uh, internally uh, hates it too at some point? I think that, well, anybody that's actually competitive and trying to win and you can't play any defense, I think there have to be moments where you're screaming at the television. Like last year, I was screaming. This is, this is where I had the meltdown that made me amenable to something like this league. I'm yes. watching, Jamie and I are watching the Broncos and Cardinals play. And the, uh, I don't know if you remember, you didn't watch much football last year, but the Cardinals offensive line was terrible. Mm-hmm. And they could not block Von Miller. And Von Miller, in my one league, uh, sacks end up being worth 12 points. And I think Von Miller had, he had a sack, then two plays went by, then he had another sack, and I was screaming at the television, pointing at <laughs> the left tackle to block him, pointing to number 58 on the Bronx, block this guy. He had another sack. I left, I screamed some profanities, I went into the office, then I came back out, somewhat apologized uh, for, for the spectacle <laughs> and then watched as he gave up another sack in the fourth quarter. He had like three sacks in the fourth quarter. Nice. And, and then I just, I went and the rest of the day I was just in the office. I just, I couldn't, I could not handle it. This league so, is the antidote for that kind of experience. And I think that everybody has that kind of experience at some point. It could also be the poison for people who really are serious in the fantasy football and want to take it overly seriously. They, so sh- they should not we'll just be say in this up league. front. Yes, this is not going to be overly serious or even serious in some cases. Um, this league is for fun. What what do we call in this league? The Battle of the Network Stars. Sure. The, we the, the, we originally <laughs> call it Berserker League. Well, <laughs> yes. The Berserker League. The Berserker AKA League. The Battle but, of the Network Stars. Yes. AK, I like that. AKA. Absolutely. Why is it AKA the Battle of the Network Stars? Because it's like uh, uh, we were talking before we went on air, quote unquote on air, about uh, in the, what was it, the, like early 80s. This thing is off the rails already. You would have, you would have a gymnast, a football player. Um, like a basketball player, and Valerie they were all in teams. Give them celebrities, Farrah Fawcett, and they majors. would have to do like an obstacle course, and they would have Gabe to, Kaplan doing a tug of war. Yes, tug like all that stuff. Yeah this this league is a week to week contest, unlike any other league you've ever participated in. Every week, the <laughs> I rules, agree with that. The rules change, and the players who do will do well that week and help you win will change. And if you if you are planning on having your roster mostly intact uh, from draft night to the end of the the year, I guarantee you you're probably going to end up in last place. Just give up now. Like that's that's not how this is going down. You yeah, are going to only, have to be active on the waiver wire. Yeah. Not only will you not have should we introduce success, <laughs> you won't have fun. Yeah. Well, we're getting to there. Okay. You, you jumped into the explanation of the league when I was trying to introduce you. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so you not only will you not have 
success, you won't really have any fun and get what the league is about. It will probably be more frustrating. It will absolutely be more frustrating than anything else. Waivers should be like uh, like there should be a fish and a bunch of piranha like swarming it. That's what waivers should be like every week. Yes. Yes. Chum in the water. And if you're not doing that, you're doing it wrong. Yes. So also with us is Luke, who will be handling the majority of the scoring for this league. I'm sorry ahead of time. <laughs> and and also this league is is great for someone like me that can completely detach themselves from the emotion mm-hmm. of any of this stuff but just appreciates nonsense. And so yes. and and, that is, and so that also describes me. Even if your emotions uh are are able to be able to handle a normal fantasy football league this this league is is going to be yeah. fun for you too. This is like, I mean, really. I f- and, I and by the way, like- I have no idea what this Battle of the Network Stars thing is. As a, as a, <laughs> what? As a, he's, as a he's borderline m- millennial. He's too oh, young. Go no. on YouTube. Just go on YouTube. Valerie Bertinelli, Battle of the Network Stars, and and Gabe Kaplan. You'll, you'll see like Lou Ferrigno versus Gabe Kaplan and on their team, <laughs> separate teams. Uh, in a tug of war. I'm not even kidding because Lou Ferrigno was on the Hulk at the time, and Gabe Kaplan was on like Welcome Back, Cotter. Yeah, it's it's stars, and sometimes it's athletes like Bruce. Yeah, Lynn Swan was on there at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lynn Swan. Yeah, so it's it's, so it's insane. It's, it's the uh, the uh, uh, c- celebrity dancing, except all sorts of things. Oh, obstacle courses, track and field events, eating contests. Well, you have to everything. be on a network. And so, you know, yeah. Monday Night Football was on a network. And so athletes were available. Yes. It's what I call like when reality TV was good. Yeah. Before it became what it is now. Well, it sounds just like Dancing with the Stars. So it's way better than that. Yeah. It's just like, you know, you had Schneider and Archie Bunker playing <laughs> chess or something. Like, it's Against, just like. <laughs> With the fawns as the ref. Yeah, it, yeah it's yeah. better than it, that it's not always dancing and they don't actually practice. Oh, no. no. And sometimes they're thrown in just in stuff they should not be doing. All right. All right. And, and presumably the reason they did it was because they got a free trip to Hawaii. I, I guess yeah. celebrities didn't make a whole lot of money back then. So speaking no. of things you shouldn't be doing, let's, let's talk about the league. Yes. This so league. we've talked about the genesis of this league and what it is, who it is for. Rob, do you want to explain a little bit about how this league will work? Well, I, I think that th- there we don't know how to do well. We're not sure that there is a way you can figure it out. But to me, <laughs> there is no strategy. I think that it's sort of like, you know, poker or blackjack where there's a there's enough skill that I think you c- might be able to figure out how to do well. Um, so from oh, that I standpoint, definitely think there are angles week to week. Yeah. Yes. Per rule said. Yeah. Yeah. So and and for the most part, we have um, smart people in this league. I actually, I'll have to look at a roster. I'm assuming that <laughs> nobody is an so, object moron. So with that beautiful segue, let's so, talk about who's in the league. Who's already? So, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's so see. We have, got, we have 14 all, teams, right? I think they're all little, so they must be at least clever. Not, see, not all of them. I think. Not. I think no, you're right. Not all of them. I think we all have right, 14 so, <laughs> total people, right? All right. So besides the three of us, we've got uh, Rob Colpian. Um, we got Sully. We got James Cunningham. Uh-huh. James Brzee. Uh, John Miller. We got Luke's brother-in-law, Josh. We got Jeff Turner. Steve Lipton. We got Moffitt. And we've got, I'm not even sure who this is. Catfish Johnny Redbeard. <laughs> <laughs> But but he's wait a, a little. minute. Wait a minute. 
Who? <laughs> Say that again. Catfish Johnny Redbeard. Okay, we got. We need to figure out who this is. <laughs> well, he he follows the show um, on mm-hmm. Twitter. He follows uh, Michael Kornheiser and and some of the other littles. So so did he just respond on? He Twitter raised to his hand, invitation? and yeah. I said uh, he was he was one of the alternatives after because Garrett couldn't make the draft and somebody else couldn't make the draft. I can't remember who. And so we needed to go to our reserves. And mm-hmm. oh, and also Rich Grisham. Um, yes. He's he's also a little and he's in the league too. And we're in the league. Yeah, I said besides the three of us. Oh, sorry. I didn't hear that. And, and, and Rochelle is playing for me just to be up front. Right. Well, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I don't, think she's gonna, I don't think she's going to do very well. <laughs> no, there's not. You should have <laughs> some input. Her, her there coding is, there isn't is, that good. No, there is some logic to these rules where if you. If you get the inside track of the strategy for some of them, you could actually there is a strategy strategies you can implement. Now, most of those strategies mean imploding your entire roster in order to get to work that strategy, but it is possible if you want to play it week to week, which is what we're hoping that they're you more, have a lot of ads and drops and stuff like that. Yeah, they're more like gambits than strategies, I think. That's that's a good way I to mean, put it. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely think that there. I, this is what I think probably is going to happen in this league this year. There's going to be a couple people, probably none of us, who figure it out, sort of like the first season of Survivor. Yes, then and they they solve it's like not obvious, yeah. right? We have to make alliances. We have to do this, and and there are just some people who are like, okay, I get this league. We don't. We just came up with the rules, but somebody out there will figure out how to do well, and they'll probably go like, you know. 12 and 1, 13 and 1, or whatever the system is. Um, Entirely possible. And although you only have, see, part of the appeal is that we've given people almost no time to prepare for the draft based on the rules mm-hmm. because we took so long to get to this point. <laughs> and the rules are random which one comes up per week. Right. But I'm, I'm thinking that people who can look at the entire set and they're like, okay, this player will, he will do well all the way through. There's going to yep. be a couple places in which he's, you know, uh, well, we'll get to the the rules in a second. But there are going to yeah. be players who are good players from good schools who have vowels in their names and um, with the right color jerseys, right? Who did right, not right. who did not endorse Subway at any point in time, right? Or whose right. schools weren't on probation or yeah. whatever the yes. system is, and have ex- excellent names. Yes, yes, yes. and are good and possibly handsome. Yeah. Yes. So once <laughs> as a setup, there you go. This is this is all the, of that. All of that factors in at some point. That only gets you halfway there, though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, so we do. We have uh, we have twenty four slots on your roster, mm-hmm. and uh, no bench. Yeah, there's no bench, and it's a no. <laughs> Which is arc. just news to me. Just a few minutes ago, right. we started talking about it. Right. There's nowhere you can stash players. There's no. You're not going to pick somebody up and think, oh, this rookie running back's going to pop in week four. Whatever you're not that handcuffing any whatever that running backs, yeah, no. that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and the setup is a Noah's Ark format, so you got two quarterbacks, two running backs, two receivers, two tight ends, two defensive tackles, two defensive ends, two linebackers, two cornerbacks, two safeties, two kickers, two punters, one head coach, and one defense special team. There's a probability that at least one team will be dropping every single player on their roster a couple of these weeks. Oh, absolutely. We want to encourage... The reason it's set up this way is to, with no bench and everything is to encourage roster turnover. Yes. 
ma- maximum involvement and engagement. You're right. not. You're in not. This. And, and you can't if, draft and then set your team up for the no, rest of the season. No, you can't hold you on to a player lose. and bench them because for that particular week, it's advantageous to play less players. Exactly. You have to just drop them right. if you want. There's nowhere to put them. So in, another, and in one sense, we're eliminating one of the biggest complaints of fantasy football is I had such and such on my bench and he scored 40 points that week, and I could have put him in, but I was having, you know, it was a coin flip between him and this other guy, and I wasn't sure what one to put in, and I agonized over it, and I swapped him back and forth several times. All that's gone. Oh, what yeah. It's been, what, it's, what's, what, it, what has replaced it is your entire roster is that with the entire <laughs> scope of the league now. Right, so. yes. Right, you just dropped Mahomes instead of, instead yes. of putting him on your bench. And you picked up Matt Bryant. Yes, yes. Not only because he's somewhat handsome for a kicker, but also because he might get you six points that week, not yeah. ten, because you need to get close to one hundred points. There you go. And and you're and we're also dealing with punters and individual defensive players, which I've never done before. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just going to be a mess for me. This is so it's. I find it hard to believe that there has ever been a fantasy football league, not only like this. But anywhere close to as odd as this. Oh, not even close. I just not even I, close. I can't imagine that one was ever set up that was weirder than this. We have head so coaches. We have, we have a head coach too. <laughs> I forgot about the coaches. Yeah. Weren't you listening? I just listed all the roster. <laughs> no, the I'm just, no, I wasn't I'm just paying attention. Reiterating the fact that we have, <laughs> we have yeah. this on our, in our night. <laughs> yes. So you can finally draft Andy Reid. Finally. As your coach on your fantasy football team. I've been playing this game for 19 years i finally get to draft andy reed i i bench him with five minutes left in the fourth quarter though <laughs> you can't but you might win the week if if you get points for most most the coach that looks most similar to wilford brimley yes <laughs> or highest so, highest negative yeah highest negative score wins week and yeah okay so right. before we get into the rules let me let me explain how we're choosing which rule goes into effect okay per week so the first week is going to be that one's already set. Yes, um, that is the Uber week that Rob will explain in just a second. Yes, and it's not not the car service. Every other week up into the playoffs, which the playoffs are a, another thing that we will elaborate more on later, possibly in this podcast, possibly right before we get to the playoffs in the season. I just thought um, of a good good rule. Okay, okay, wait, hold on to that for a second. Okay, so we're going to spin the wheel. The, the wheel of randomness every week, and whatever number comes up, that n- the rule that uh, is associated with that number, that rule will go into effect. Can so you, it's the randomness you, of, the, of the wheel. Can you give us uh, an example of what that will sound like? Yes. Spin the wheel. <laughs> that was a four. So, that was yes, a four? Um, the quote-unquote wheel that is quote-unquote spun will... Has numbers between one and twenty on the wheel, and that was a thirteen right there. Okay. So whatever number comes up, and I will do this in a short video that I will post either in the league settings or maybe I'll tweet it. We'll tweet it out. I would tweet it out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you can see what number, and it, that will that will be how we announce week to week what rule set is in effect that week. Are we going to put this on our uh, DKE channel? Yes. Okay, that's good. We need more hits. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we need more reviews of this podcast. This is DKE presents. So no, 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 I meant I meant the weekly dice roll. Oh yeah, oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We can do that. Okay. So the um, the obviously we have sixteen rules because there's seventeen weeks, right? Yes. Yep. So one week is already spoken for the Uber week, which is week one. The other sixteen account for sixteen of the numbers on the die. I mean the wheel. Uh, so that leaves four numbers, which will be bonus conditions that apply to whatever rule set comes up that yes. week. Yes, augmentations. Yes, and those will be kind of explained if they come up. An example would be if a 20 comes up, then you get bonus points or double your points or something like that added in, which we will explain, obviously, when and if those come up. Right. So that's that's how we're determining what rules are in effect each week. Oh, you know, I just came up with another rule. <laughs> okay, this is why this is taking forever for us to do this because we all, all keep coming up with extra stuff. Okay, well, go ahead. So I hate uniforms um, that where they wear the, the, unless it's white, where they wear um, the same color for the pants and the shirt. The color rush. I like, yeah, yeah, like I like contrast, but, but it's not just color rush. Because color rush is an alternative uniform, mm-hmm. but just typically, like if the Chiefs wear red pants and um, a red jersey, they do that uh, a lot. Um, I it's think like the Granimals uniform. Yeah, the they Seahawks match. do the same thing. And so, yeah. um, like maybe the, that your team should be punished. Like you only get half points that week. Yeah, we can factor this that, into one of the rules be, that Luke will explain. <laughs> that could be a right. corollary to a rule, uh, although scoring that might be difficult, so we'll see. Right, yeah. but so, so as an example, not just, like, you'll be looking at, at your afternoon lineup, and you're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble. It's like, yeah, but maybe the Rams will wear blue pants with a blue shirt, and then your opponent is only going to get half points. So you want to tune yes. in at, at 4 o'clock Eastern yes. to see what uniform they're wearing. So, yeah, to, to piggyback on that example, um, Luke, can you talk a little bit about how you'll be handling the scoring and the fact that um, really everything is, could be in fluctuating a little bit um, within the rules, and that's all under our jurisdiction? Wait, I, got, I have another rule. <laughs> oh, my we gosh. Gotta, we gotta, well, just we a suggestion. get to our actual rules at some point. Wait, hold on. Okay, okay, go ahead. We pick a number of letters for people's names, and those are the only people you can start. So, like, <laughs> if, if somebody's named Michael and you can conceivably make their first name Mike, then you can mm-hmm. – or, or their last name. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> okay. All right. As our official scorekeeper – Luke has the a bit the um the final say on the rules that affect scoring that are arbitrary in terms of yeah yeah you're right like you're that. right because he's the one that has to track this stuff okay that's, that's fair so <clears throat> so the the thing is that ESPN can't handle some of the rules that we're going to put, be putting in there but we didn't. None of, none of the other rules. fantasy football sites really had any better options either, so we just stuck with ESPN. But right. the uh, the situation is going to be that some of these rules are going to have pieces to them where so every week we're gonna we're gonna try our best to update the scoring settings in ESPN to match what those rules are for that week. But if it's just not possible, then we're just gonna have to keep those parts of the score. Or the entire score, if the rule just doesn't work at all in the league, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to score that offline, and then we're just going to post them after the games are finished. 
So yes. there's there's just no other better way to do this unless we created our own website and spent like a year on it. Right. So which may be possible for next season if this takes off and we make <laughs> millions of dollars. Yes. <laughs> of course. And and then uh so we'll we'll post the scores and the standings each week uh which may match with the ESPN standings show and may not. Uh this mm-hmm. is the standings definitely won't cuz what's going to happen is every time we change the scores it's going to change all the previous scores that show up in the ESPN from the previous week. So right. every every time you're it looks like your standings are going to be different, but we're going to post the official standings just in the league each week. This is going to be yeah. sort of like 1989 style yeah, before yeah. there was an yeah. internet. We're going to keep stuff really offline, is. but we will post like if we have to do it in an Excel spreadsheet um and then like uh, screen capture it and post it, then we'll do yeah. that. Absolutely. But but everybody will be able to see it. We'll put it somewhere, we'll pin it somewhere where people can get to it. And uh, yeah. you know, yeah, we'll probably post out. it on Twitter too, like through the DKE handle or something. Yeah, yeah. So just know that no scoring on the no standings on the ESPN site are official in any way, shape, or form for our league. Right. And and cool. what it looks like your score is may be correct, and we'll probably let you know each week based mm-hmm. on what the rule was whether the scores will actually match up. But yes. uh, don't assume that it'll necessarily match up unless we tell you that it'll match up. Yes. And, also, and if this frustrates you in any way, um, you shouldn't be playing in this league. <laughs> 100%. And I would say this. Um, we don't do scoring changes. So once no. we lock it in on Tuesday morning or, or whatever the system is, like that's the final score. Yeah. And here's, here's my approach as, as the commissioners of this league, the three of us. Uh, we will and we do encourage um, protest petitions. You can petition the league for a rule change or a clarification. or anything. You can ask for clarification. Or scoring change, to, yeah. Or scoring change. Any petition to anything that's already been decided and posted um, will be considered by the league and then dismissed. just like the NFL will be dismissed no matter if you're right or wrong. Our judgment is final on that and whatever we say is what goes. That's the league. Unless a compromising video comes out and then we'll suspend you for three games. That's correct. That's a good point. That's an excellent point. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. You can be suspended from this league, by the way. <laughs> I just thought of that, but I think that would be interesting wrinkle. Okay, and then I also think that during the season, <laughs> anybody that comes up with a good idea for next year for a rule, absolutely, please post it. We'll, yes, we'll start cataloging these things, and yeah. uh, you know, if we can make rules more interesting and more chaotic, I, I'm happy to do that. We we Basically, already had more rules than we ended up using. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of that, are we oh, done? One, are one, we clear on all the? Go ahead, Rob. So one more thing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a fourteen team league. Yes. The regular season goes thirteen weeks, and there's four weeks of playoffs. Everybody makes the playoffs. Yes. Congratulations. Here's your trophy. It, you're you're you've already made the playoffs. It doesn't yes. matter how you draft, how you perform. Now. The and this is where it gets a little bit tricky. We have not completely decided on this. My well, we got like four, thirteen weeks till we get there. So we do, not. but my preference is this: we are going to have a total of twenty four starters, um, and no bench. Twenty four starters per week. My preference was that, and and uh, this is where Luke and Jason have pushed back a little bit and and are giving me suggestions on how we could do it. Uh, in a different way so we'll oh, see i haven't been even paying attention so i don't know okay luke did then but we'll, we'll see what we come up with when the playoff we'll, we'll let you know before the playoffs start but my preference Absolutely. was the first place team in the league gets to keep all 24 starters the second place gets the top 23 players scoring players and their worst 
uh, player is scratched out hmm. all the way down the line so that the person that finished 14th only has 11 starters. Yeah, and that's, that's what would contribute to their total. Yes, the that can contribute yeah, yeah. to their total for that week. Now, if you are high score for any week, including the playoffs, you get one of those players back. So overall high score. Yeah. No, so best score, not high. Be, score. No, no, no. Best score, not high score, because the highest score doesn't always win. <laughs> yes. We'll get to you that. You'll soon see. But the best score, <laughs> if you have the best score in any given week, you just you get an extra player back at the end of the year, wherever you finish. So if you finish last, you could there are weeks where you can guarantee at least a tie for the best score. There's hmm. two weeks in particular where I think you could guarantee that you're going to well, not guarantee all but guarantee you're going to win. So worst case scenario, even if you're terrible, you could end up with what? I guess that would be 13 starters. Worst case scenario. Now, those 13 players might not be that great. But again, we'll get there too. Yeah, and that's all playoffs, and that is uh, still be determined. I like that idea, um, but we'll we'll get there when we get there. Um, Are we ready to jump into individual rules? There's one more thing. So no. I got (laughs) I got one other thing, too. Okay. So my last one other thing is for the championship game, it will be week 17. We're going all the way through. However, in week 17, obviously, a lot of players sit out. And so what's going to happen at the end of week 16 is every single player on every team gets dropped to waivers. Mm-hmm. And the, that, way, that week is just a free-for-all. So... Right. You can figure for the two out, teams that are remaining for the, the two teams that are remaining for the championship and we're doing blind bid waivers this year. So be, you're going to be bidding dollars. So you could theoretically get everybody even if other uh people in the league want those players if you bid right. Right. Lou, do you want to talk about the possibility of the money waiver thing not working? Um if if the if we run into an issue with the ESPN site not not necessarily just that we reserve the right to adjust the waiver settings a little bit. Right now it's it's yes. blind bidding with a set dollar amount. But yeah. we and we're going to make not, our we're best attempt pro- to make that that'll last work the perfectly right. right now. So we'll we'll change the settings to best encourage chaos. Yeah, and we should know after week 1, right, Rob? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, but, we're going to no, no, no. We, we may have to change it as we go. We should know before week 1. This is what we're going to do. I am going okay. to try to pick somebody up on waivers. Anybody else is welcome to also, but you're taking mm-hmm. a chance. I'm going to try to pick somebody up on waivers on Wednesday after the draft. That's the first time waivers is going to run. Mm-hmm. And then try to reset my blind bid dollar amount to 1000 If I right. can't do it, then we've got $1,000 for the entire year. If yeah. I can do it, then we're going to have $1,000 per week. So you'll know, you'll know, you'll know during week one what's going to, how it's going to be for the rest of the season, yeah. potentially. But things could change and that goes for a lot of this stuff um we may get halfway into it and go okay we have this rule for this week but we realize now this is not going to work or we may have to adjust like dot like point amounts and things like that not of not by taking you know arbitrarily points from players or whatever but like these goals that we set in these um thresholds that we set as you'll hear coming up in some of these rules involve point amounts like that you get added or subtracted um, some of that could change, and we will adjust that to make it the most fun and the most fair to everyone throughout the season as we go. Yeah. All right. So, All right, so wait, so wait, wait. One more thing, on. ahead, one more thing for me. Something. We're yeah. going to uh, – uh, the draft is taking place on Monday night, uh, Labor Day. Um, that was just 
the easiest thing we could get to work right now. Right. The, um, and it's going to be a normal snake draft type of format. Um, but you, and draft whoever you think you want. Um, and you'll know what the first rule is, obviously, but uh, you you won't know what's coming after that. So do do whatever strategy you think will be best, and, and good luck. You can do whatever you want. Um, and uh, I, we may be uh, determining draft order during this podcast. Uh, yeah, that was my next. That was my question before we get to the rules. Is are we going to roll for that right now? Uh, we could. So you have a list of the, the players in an, in, in an order? Yeah, right in front of me, yeah. All right, I'm going to roll the dice and give you a number, and that's who. You want to start at the bottom, and so who's drafting? Was it 14th? Uh, okay, that's fine with me. Are we on the list there, too? We yeah. have all 14 guys, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna, I'm going to roll the dice. Are we going to do dice. this before each roll? What do you mean? No, he's going to roll the dice, and you're going to say what name goes with that corresponds number. to whatever number I give you. Okay, so this is the 14th pick. Yeah, and if it's more than 14, I'm going to go, I'll roll again. Oh, this is so a lottery. Like, okay. Yeah, this is the draft. This is the NBA-style draft lottery All right, with no here odds. We here Your we go. odds are 1 out of 20. Okay. Here we go. All right, so for the 14th pick is player number 14. Oh, that's Moffitt. All right. All right, Patrick. So Patrick Moffitt is the 14th pick in the draft. Okay. Luke or one I'm, of these writing down, it. right? I got it. Okay. I'm I'm writing I mean, it down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. For the thirteenth pick. Okay, I rolled a fourteen again. Jesus. Player number thirteen. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> yes, I'm not even kidding. That is uh catfish Johnny Redbeard. All right. For the twelfth pick in this year's draft. I got a 17. There we go. Player number four. Uh, that's Rob Colpin. Hey, congratulations, I guess. <laughs> what number are we up to now? 11. 11. And the 11th pick in this year's draft, player number eight. That is John Miller. Nice. For the 10th pick, number six. Cunningham, James Cunningham. All right. And the ninth pick. We already got a four, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Rolling a bunch of 19. This is, this is really compelling. Riveting podcast. I could have just done this with a random number generator without replacement. Um, number two. That's you. That's me. Yep. Yeah, you're number nine. So I'm, okay. Number eight. Number five. That the fifth place is uh, Sully. All right. And for the seventh pick, we have an eight, right? Uh, yeah, we already got John. Number one. That's me. All right. So tell me what numbers we got left. Uh, we got uh, two. We have seven. No, no. Two, no. seven. We don't, we don't have, have two. two. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Three, seven. Three, seven, nine, 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 10, 11, and 12. Okay. That way I don't have to. Number seven is the next pick. That is James Brzee. I think it's Brazy, but is he it? can correct us. Okay. I think so. 
Jamie always calls him Brzee, so I just assumed that, that she was right. This is great radio. <laughs> yes, it is. It's awesome. This is Super. unbelievable. Normally, it's number the, 10. It's the three of us talking. That's Jeff Turner. Normally, it's the three this of is, us talking over each other, and this is just yes. silence with a die roll. This is, this, is, this is how this league is going to go. This is, yeah, this is, doesn't do it for you. The rest of Number 12 be, is next. Number 12. Uh, it's Lipton. Lipton. All right, what are we down to? We're down to the top three picks. Top right three, now, right? yeah. and it's, it's right. Luke, uh, Josh, and uh, who else? Uh, Rich. Grisham. Rich. Okay, yeah. so number three. This gets increasingly harder to yeah. roll in. Yeah, number no. 11. All right, so that's Rich. Okay. Uh, this is coming out great for me. I, right. Yeah, if you I get and your first pick. This you is, and your buddy. All right, for number two. Yeah. And for number one and number two, I'm going to flip a coin. All right. Or you so could just, just do even right. odd, too. Well, I'm going to flip a coin. Okay. All right, I'll take heads. All right. Well, are you number three? I'm number three, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, your heads. All right, here we go. You're not going to hear the coin because I don't actually have a coin. That's unfortunate. Oh, it fell off the table. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> this is who is still this, listening. This is. <laughs> I don't know what. Well, maybe we should talk and about. And the second pick in the draft goes to Luke Overby. All right. Ah, missed All out on the first pick. Josh goes first. Josh goes I just first. Will, I, the reason I wanted to do this was to illustrate how this Tedious does not this matter whatsoever. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this, this is so as a it second may pick, kind of week one, but that's it. So as a second pick, I I'm debating whether I should take either Alvin Kamara or a punter. Yes, there you go. <laughs> right, so that's, it could go either way. So yes. yes, for the season worth and value. Yes, totally. All right. Um, okay. So we have our draft order. Talk about ready yourselves. to get into the I rules. To, I have to go get some cantaloupe. Hold on. All right. <laughs> All right, so let, let's let's uh, let's run back through the draft order real quick. So we have sure. uh, number one Josh Graham, number two Luke Overby, me, number three Rich Grisham, number four Steve Lipton, number five Jeff Turner, number six James Brazy, number seven Robert Berg, number eight Sully, nine Jason, ten James Cunningham, eleven John Miller, twelve Rob Colpine. 13, Catfish, Johnny Redbeard, and number 14, Patrick Moffat. All right, I'm back. So that's, that's our draft Moffitt, order. Moffat may be in the best seat here, best, best position. Yeah, I, I think it just doesn't matter at all. It totally does not matter. <laughs> and if you, would like, if you want more insight onto why it doesn't matter, well, and first off, it's fantasy football. But secondly, let's jump right into the rules and with a short explanation for how we see each of these going down and... Um, we're going to try to explain these as best we can. If you have any questions about these rules, ask, and we'll try to answer what we can on Twitter or in the league form or whatever it is. I don't even – I got to log into the league. I don't even know what's available to us. Yeah. I don't, even understand, I don't even understand Jason and Luke's rules yet completely. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so let's go through uh, Why don't we start, start from the beginning with rule number one, and I'm only saying this so we can go in order. Not, these are not the rules yet assigned a number on the die. Um, that's how we will determine which rule is of, up for the, an active that week, but um, that will be posted um, before the season starts. Right, right. So for week one... What's the first rule? Uh, we're starting with Uber week. This is the only one that's locked in and definitely going to happen, so you can mm -hmm. prepare to draft properly. 
and Uber Week is basically good players are going to that in a traditional fantasy league will work here. So if you get bumped out for like 30 minutes and it auto picks three times for you, you're good. Like you're still going to be able to use those players for this week. Who knows, you know, in the in the weeks ahead what will happen. But Uber mm-hmm. Week is what we're hoping is we have scores that are like I don't know, 5,000 to 4,480. <laughs> it's a party. It's a celebration to kick off the league. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so you know, sacks might be worth 48 points. Um, yeah. You know, forced fumbles yeah. might be worth 37 points. We're not exactly sure on all of those, but there are going to be a lot of points. And you're like, if you're watching the scores on your like live scoring, it should be like the stock market. It should be in yeah. constant motion. Right. And this one will be all uh, in the ESPN setting. So you'll be able to see your live scores for this one. Yes. Right. Yes. This is the one week where we know that that's going to play. So, um, you know, Aaron Donald, if he has two sacks and like four tackles and a forced fumble and two tackles for loss, you know, you're, you're looking at uh, 380 points. <laughs> yeah, but then again, like Saquon Barkley could score like three touchdowns and have eight hundred points that's if he true. runs for a that's, couple hundred yards. That's a good I mean, point. That's yeah. a good point. I think yeah. that it allows us to make touchdowns as many as one thousand points. Yeah. Yes, right? Every, pretty. Yeah, everything you can set as high as one thousand or as low as negative one thousand. So if you get an yes. interception, you may also lose. Seven hundred yeah. points. Oh, you might so, be winning. This is by not the week to play Eli late. Manning. Yes, absolutely. And then it's just like, oh no, pick six. <laughs> yeah, you just lost a thousand points. Yeah, you can have dramatic swings of a couple thousand points in the fourth quarter on Monday Night Football. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, you're gonna want to watch that all the way to the end. Everything is amplified. Um, everything, and, and and we will set that. We will set those scoring up. Uh, maybe before the draft, but at least around that time. Right, yes. and it's like every incompletion is going to be minus 30. Every completion is going to be worth, you know, maybe 25 points. Every, <laughs> every possible statistic in ESPN will have a point amount. So Boom. every play and, that happens, the score will be moving. And it, and it will be in the direction that you'd expect. So good plays will get positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, and, is, right. this is like relatively normal, quote, unquote, normal this, scoring. This might be our most normal, most normal rule. Yes. Yeah, it really might be, and that's saying something. Yes, this is probably this is probably well. Uh, let's go it's, to the next rule. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll keep going. Okay, okay, so the next rule is um, the next rule. Is, I'm just gonna uh, so Uber was third. I'm just gonna jump up to first and go all the way to the bottom. And and we don't know what order these will actually happen after this Uber one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. Yeah, we don't. This is just the the way we're reading them off. We Jason's Correct. gonna have to spin the wheel. Spin yes. the wheel. Spin um, the wheel. Second rule. Do no harm. No, do harm week. <laughs> this, okay. this week, only negative plays count. So no positive plays. If you lose yardage, um, if, if at the end of the game a quarterback had like minus three yards, those points count. If whatever, how many interceptions they threw, those, are, those will count. Like if interceptions are negative five or whatever we decide they are. Right. Well, when you say negative plays, you mean plays that score negative points in fantasy football not just plays but like at the end of the the like if a running back ended up with negative yardage for the game not every negative run they had right does that make sense But like if a a defense had negative points that that counts 
Yeah. So if your defense is God, who's terrible this year? I mean, so, probably so, Arizona. So this is like yeah. this is like standard scoring, default scoring on ESPN for the only the negative plays. Correct. Only yeah, only negative plays. So, only negative points count. And the winner of that week is whoever has more points. So you want your team to do worse. The most negative points. The most negative, yeah. So, so as an example, negative 80 is higher than negative is better. 47. Yeah. Yes. It's better. better. Yes, you yeah. want your team to have to do worse. The highest number. Just, just take, the, take the number off, of, the negative off of it, and that's whoever the, high, the, the most point number. Yes. <laughs> the best number wins. Yes. So as an example, on ESPN, that'll show up uh, with the correct scores for the most part. There might be some score adjustments mm-hmm. we have to make slightly, but it'll say that the wrong team is the winner. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> that is correct. Because it'll say the team with <laughs> negative 40 is beating the team with negative 80, and that's not true. Yes, not in our league. Right, 100%. Do no harm. No, do harm. All right. So, so you really want to draft, you, or for this, for this week, not necessarily draft, but for this week you want to have players that are good at doing bad things, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Is this, is this the Peterman principle <laughs> week? No, 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 no there's another one, one for that. Yeah, okay. One, that's a different one. But but someone okay. like Nathan Peterman would be an ideal person to have on your roster for this week. Yes, right. Or like Rob said, the Arizona defense. Yeah, yeah. Bad defenses probably are are going to be in high demand. Yeah, kick- because they're going to absolutely score negative. I would say bad defenses. The Bears kicker, um, <laughs> rookie quarterbacks. Um, yes, there are certain categories that you're going to be able to game this. Yeah. Yes. Uh, running backs who uh are going to get a lot of carries which means there's fumbles. a chance for fumbles yeah yes all right so that we're good with that one what's yeah. what's your what's the next rule we got uh next rule is alumni week yes uh this is where no stats count at all the only thing that matters is whatever school the player went to did their team win that week yes <laughs> so <laughs> this is this is the james cunningham rule yes yes this is this is james cunningham's so College football knowledge will pay off to a certain degree in this. In but this week. but we have to lock in rosters, um, at the uh on Saturday that week. Mm-hmm. So yes, before the college games. Yes, we may have two on Thursday if there's college football on Thursday night or Friday night. We'll figure that out. Yeah, we. Will. But th- put put it this way: the rosters the rosters will be locked in before the first college game that week. There might be Tuesday as night much games as possible. Too. So, so you could have a roster with nobody that actually enters an NFL game. Correct. Right. Uh, and 100%. win that week. And win that Say week. You just got a bunch of players that because, went to Alabama. Because everybody Alabama went to Alabama. Crush, yep. you know, Fresno State. And you know this, so that's, that's you know, or you could, you, could, um, you could risk it, be risky, and start players that are, you know, you could, you could go all in on one team, as many players as you can get, or you could spread it out over various teams you think are going to do good that week. But there's also, there's that certain week in the season, depends on when this rule comes up. There's, right. there's that week during the season where the SEC, they all play like Division Two opponents. Yeah. 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 So you could theoretically have a Let's bunch of really good SEC players. Usually, or or like right. right before uh, rivalry week. Yeah, this, and this could also be in the towards the end of the season 
like with Luke said, with a lot of rivalries where you're not exactly sure which team's going to win. Yeah. 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 Like if Alabama is playing Georgia all of a sudden, now you got to figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that should be fun. So nothing oh, yeah. that nothing that, that happens on Sunday or in any professional game matters. Mm-mm. Just the college, just the the teams and, that and, the unless UCLA plays Sunday. Otherwise, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yep. Um, no professionals. Well, unless you count the players that schools have paid money to under the table. Well, we can get to that too. Um, yep. The next rule: IDP mm-hmm. week. Only defensive players matter. Yes. Um <laughs> so and and it's going to be standard scoring for defensive players. Like right. whatever the the baseline set of scoring that's going to be underneath a lot of these rules, there's going to be one of those. I think we're going to go with probably standard ESPN scoring for those weeks. Sure. So, um question number 1, do does that account for like if a defensive end goes in as a tight end and catches a touchdown? Yes. First off, does ESPN yes. count that, and do we count that? The ESPN does count that, and we do count that. Excellent. Okay. So, so, so I don't think we'll be able to set that up to work in ESPN, but we will adjust the scores Yes. with that. Uh, the, the issue is that I don't think we can count it for IDPs and not for also running back. So only if that happens will we count it. But yeah, that would be a, like an overall, like a final, like a um, afterward, a score adjustment for yeah, the yeah. team versus team because we just won't include any of your offensive players in the scoring for that week for your team total. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So, so what this kind of does for my for my draft strategy is 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 jump all my IDPs up a week because now all my offensive players are only playing sixteen games. There you go. Right. Yeah. It's it's a it's an offensive. So it's week. like everybody everybody is guaranteed a one week injury on the offense. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And just hope that it coincide. Hope that the rule comes up coinciding with if you have several offensive players on a bye yeah. week. That's awesome for you. Yeah. So if you're trying to in your draft to decide between two guys and one of them is a defensive guy and one's an offensive guy, you might want to go with the defensive guy. Mm-hmm. Or at least Good based point. on this one week. But yes. then all the other rules negate that. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the um, punters mm-hmm. uh, count. Defensive special teams obviously counts that week. Excellent. And uh, kickers obviously don't. And So uh, defensive, the, the DST, the team defense counts? Yes. Or no? Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and what about head coach? That, I'm not sure. What do you guys think? I think if it's a, this is going to be ridiculous, if it's a primarily defensive-minded head coach, oh my God. it should count. <laughs> no. And if it's like, say if it's like Mike Tomlin, it counts. If it's Andy Reid, no, it doesn't count. Okay, so a head coach, a head coach counts if they were a position coach or a defensive coordinator. Defensive coordinator, defense. yes. If they come from the defensive side of the ball, yeah. Yes. This might, this might get vetoed later. But oh, it, yeah, sure. at, at, Obviously. in the pros, though, it has to be in the pros. They, have to, like, they can't have been a defensive coordinator in college. Right, or if they're considered like an offensive guru. What's the Rams guy? McVay. Yeah, he doesn't count because he's an offensive guy. Mm. Some of it is feel like, you know, if, if we feel like – because Andy Reid counts, obviously. Or he doesn't count because he's offense. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, We're going to have to have this, a list on this. This, this rule might get vetoed. <laughs> this rule might get vetoed. <laughs> well, not the rule, the, the addition to the rule. The right, addition right, to right. the rule. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, head yeah, yeah. the IDP yeah. week is standing. 
Yes. The, yes. The, we might just not count head coach. Head coach is to be determined. Okay. At a later date. Um, next rule. Mm-hmm. Last is, one. This, this is last the, one the fifth me. rule. This is yes. the fifth the fifth rule. Um, A-E-I-O-U sometimes <laughs> Y week. <laughs> this rule is if the first or last name of your player starts with a vowel, you are allowed to start him. If not, you cannot start him. Yes. And when I say you cannot start him, we don't have bench spots. So does that mean that we you have to cut him? Um, or it just doesn't I count? Think, I think it just doesn't count. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah I, I think it just doesn't count. Right. Because I, I do want some strategy from week to week to be like, okay, I can hold on to this guy. He's getting me nothing this week, but he's going to pay off in two or three more weeks that are possibly upcoming at some point. That's so fair. I'm going to hang on to him. Because there are a couple of rules in here where – if you do start a player that does not fit into the the rule set, you automatically lose that week. So you will have to cut players at some point. So, right. So if I, for this one, I'm okay. I'm I'm up. It's up to you, Rob. But I'm okay with. Uh, you can leave the player in, and they just we just don't add their. Points I, I think that that's uh, that is actually a good idea. I think that that's probably okay. the way to go. So, so this is otherwise going to be standard scoring, right? Uh, ba 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 Yeah, yep. Yeah, default ESPN scoring. So, yes. um, so that's what'll show up in ESPN when you do that one, and we'll just zero out any players that you still have in your roster that don't don't deserve points that week because right. they mm-hmm. don't have a name that starts with a vowel. Mm-hmm. Okay, and to be clear, this is first name only. First, first or last, last name. First or last name, not middle. So, not so middle. like, let's say, what about like Eric Ebron? Does he get double the points? Because he he's got. <laughs> I think that's up to you, Mister Score. If you want to keep track of that or not. <laughs> well, it's not my rule, so I'm, I'm just. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. This this is part of the I reason yes. this podcast is so we can figure out the rules. So double points. I say <laughs> yes. Points. What if what if their name starts with two vowels back to back? Aaron Donald. Yeah. What if, does he get? Does he get? Does he get one point five times the points? I think no on Aaron Donald. I think yes on okay. Eric Ebron. So first letter only, first name, and not not different forms of their name, but whatever name is listed in ESP, in the roster ESPN yes. produces. Yes. Yeah, because yes. that way you don't I'm have not to figure it out. Up. I'm not looking it up. Yeah, we're not, they, we're not, we're not uh, doing the research there. No, no, no. <laughs> now, what if, what if they have a hyphenated name? Uh, just the first letter before the hyphen. Like the, the like first a, Like name. a double last name, right? Or a double like, first um, name? Like what's his face? Like they called law firm that played for the Patriots, the running back. Yeah, yeah. Benjamin. Um, no, yeah. I, I think only the first letter. I think that entire name, including the hyphen, is his last name or first name. So only the first letter. You only have two shots at this. So it's either the first letter of your first name or the first letter of your last name. It doesn't matter how many hyphens or apostrophes or spaces or whatever you have in there. Well, I don't know so, about that. Yeah, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, I think, was the guy, right? Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah, or like, so, what so about he, like it's Green Dash Ellis? So the green is his is what we're going with there. That's what I would think, but yeah. I'm this is yeah. Ha Ha Clinton Dix Rob is another can, example. Yeah, even though he wouldn't, he didn't have vowels anywhere. But what do you think, Rob? This is this is you're 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 the you're in, you're the um the leader of this rule. So I think you, if somebody can find a player who has a hyphenated name, and either name <laughs> has a vowel or both. They should count. Okay, I so, have an I have an additional question. So someone could get like triple points. Yes, if they had three. Theoretically, okay. 
What about any name, any letter in their name that is capitalized? Like Rocky So if it's DeAndre, he would get points for the A. If it's D, capital D, little lowercase no e, capital that. A. I say no to that. There has to be a space or a hyphen. I don't know. I like that idea too. I like the I like the anything capital that makes it easy to look at it and figure it out. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Let's see. So uh, specifically, like DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. yeah, as an example, he is. Um, Let's see. It is capitalized. Yeah, Juju Smith Schuster was another one, but he doesn't have a. Have yeah, a but like DeAndre Baker for the Giants, not capitalized, doesn't count. Yeah. So okay. it would be easy to look at the okay, roster. So capitalized, and say, any capitalized letter in your name yes. counts. Yes, first or As last. a vowel. Yes. Yeah. If it's a vowel or a Y. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I think but why maybe you get half maybe you get half points for why it's sometimes why sometimes yeah so sometimes why yeah. so half we points, half points we, for why we will we could roll the dice for why yes that's what we're gonna do <laughs> or, or or flip the coin or maybe. I'm sorry we'll, we'll spin the wheel we'll and whatever the wheel. Uh, whatever the outcome on the yes so you may get credit for why but your opponent may not mm-hmm. plan accordingly yep yeah. <laughs> excellent. I love this so much already. All right. This is already ridiculous. All right. All right. So those are, those are Rob, your first five rules, right? Those are my rules. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. All right. So we're moving on to uh, my next five. So we're going to start with uh, color rushed week. Mm-hmm. So. Everybody's uh, favorite uniforms. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> no. So what we're going to do this week is we're going to have normal scoring and we're going to. Um, Multiply all the scores based on the colors of your uniform. Okay, do you have a chart for this? I do have a chart. That's what I. Okay. So, so it's so what we're going with is the top. The we're going with like primary colors only, or like a, not primary, but like the, you know the things you'd see on a color wheel, right? Not yes. like like uh, burgundy. We're not. That's just red. Okay. There you go. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, gold is yellow, right? Sure. And and anything that's like teal or aqua, we're calling green. Okay. So just right. to make it easy, and and then uh, we're going with the top two colors of every team's uniform based on my arbitrary decision on whether they are one of the t- those two colors. Yes. Some teams which have you, three, which you consider but, to be the most prominent two colors of the uniform. That's right. That's right. Okay. And then the amount that these that these colors are multiplied by. Is is my arbitrary decision on which colors I think look best on a uniform? Boom! There we go. <laughs> so, so are, are you going to publish the list of colors for each team's uniform before I, I this can, week? I can do that if that's I can do that if that's helpful. I think, um, I think at I think least giving people a, an have, idea of what I colors. have that sitting in front of me right now, so I can perfect. I can, I, I can do that. Or what are yeah. they? <laughs> so, so just to, just to run through it real Example. quick, from worst to best, I'm going with. Red, brown, white, orange, green, blue, gray, purple, yellow, black. Boom. Okay. So, so, so what, what that automatically means is the Steelers, the Jaguars, and the Saints are at the top of the list. Yes. Black and yellow. Yep. Right? And then the Ravens are not far behind with black and purple. Mm-hmm. But what if so, they're wearing the road uniform that week? It doesn't matter. Because I don't want to look at what uniform they're wearing. <laughs> you don't want to actually watch the football game. <laughs> That's disappointing. That's what you're saying. <laughs> right. 
Right. Yeah, and, I really, and, I, so I really think would end up with in white. Home and away. Would, yeah. Yeah. So many teams would end up with white that I just don't well, want to. People would have to look at the schedule and consider, oh, they're going to be wearing a, a white uniform, and then it could be the NFL could trick them and they could come out in some crazy color rush thing. Right. And and so those teams, right? Uh, so those teams get the highest uh, multiplication factor, and the lowest are right now is the Cardinals is at the bottom, red and white, with the Browns right above them at brown and orange. See, but nice. but, okay. but here's the thing though: sometimes the Bills wear red. The Bills are near the bottom of the list and are listed in my sheet as blue and red. Oh, okay. okay. I'm not going I see, Oh, I see Bills. what you mean. I, I see what you mean. I'm okay, picking okay. two colors for each team. The Bills have blue, red, and white. I'm just going blue and red with them. Right. Right. Okay. And you've already predetermined which teams the uniform yeah, so, colors are before the season. Right. Yeah, so the, the yeah. Steelers, the Jaguars, and the Saints are at the top because they're black and yellow. Yes. Cause, gotcha. And both of those colors are arbitrarily high for me. Yeah, so just factor this in. If you have the chance to draft Drew Brees or Tom Brady, if this week you think might sway yeah. you, you the Patriots are Brees. near the bottom of the list. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but but so the Saints what, are at the top. So. What are yep. what are the multiplication factors? Um, well, that that might be subject to change based on it's our math. scoring. But right now, the highest is is close to ten, and the lowest is close to two. Holy crap! Wait, you're multiplying. So, so these are these are good. Yes, these are going to be. This is going to be scores. huge swings. These are going to be huge swings, and they're going to be uber scores. So you're going to, okay. you know, if your normal <laughs> scoring is something like 200 points, then your scoring could be 2,000 points. Yeah, and it's that player's, but only player if of you that team only have team. Jaguars, Steelers, and Saints. Yeah, so. and only those players get the mul- the players get the multiplication factor per their uniform color, team color. For the points that they score in your roster, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If, yeah. Yeah. So everybody gets so, a different multiple. Alvin so yeah, Kamara Drew is that looking could be, really good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So oh, if yeah. you had Kamara and, and Drew Brees that week, you might win with just those two. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And and these scores are going to be pretty high. Not uber high, but they're going to be up pretty there. High. Okay. This, this yeah. might be the second highest week. Okay. Right. It's yeah. It's certainly. All I right. mean, some so, of my weeks are going to be. I think. I think I have, might have the four lowest weeks overall. Yeah. So I just made. The, I just made these co- color determinations like twenty minutes ago. Yeah, totally. And I'm just going with what I felt like. At we the were time. we were recording this podcast twenty minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Maybe slightly more than that. So that's based yeah. on what Luke likes to look at on Sundays. Yeah. Are we good with this? Yeah. Good. All next. right, uh, All right. Next. the next one, Price is Right Week. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so funny. This is so, so, so what this means is that you're going to have a, a, a threshold score that, that we're going to set, and you're going to try to get as close to that number without going over for your point total. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the closest, it's as closest to the pin. Whoever gets closest to, it's the, you know, it's showcase. Right. Yeah, right. Right. The Price is White Showcase. So right. you want so you so you want to start just enough players on your team and have just a good enough team to get those get close to that number without th- going over. Now keep in mind, if you go over, you automatically lose. Right. But if you land right on the number. So keep That's in okay. mind that you there are no bench spots you, in this. You league. land on the number, you win. Anybody yeah. on your roster is going to be in your starting lineup. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So you so might have this- to cut guys. You're gonna have is to this, cut a, week guys where, if you're is this about, a week where you don't have to start a full roster? 
Yes. You, you, okay, good. You likely will not have to start a full roster. I don't think you ever I, have to start a full roster, do you? You oh, never have to. There's, the, there's a couple of my weeks where you have to start a full roster. Oh, it's gotcha. likely okay. that if you start a full roster, you have a decent chance of going over. So we're going we're gonna to mm-hmm. set this number so that it's going to be close. It's, it's going to be a number that you can hit with a full roster. Excellent. So cool. you, you're probably going to want to consider at least dropping, dropping some people. And do Unless we have decimal? Really do we have decimal scores that go in like to the yeah. tenths? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we should make the number a decimal, so that if you get that, you automatically win. But it's going to be nigh impossible <laughs> to get it. <laughs> That's fine. Well, so our, it should be so, you know one hundred and fifty point four is the is the score. Because I want to see somebody get one hundred and fifty point five and lose. <laughs> well, they could. I mean, even if we set it at one hundred fifty, they could get one hundred fifty point one and lose. That's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So landing right on the number is just the same yeah. as landing. And if game. both teams go over, you both lose. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Perfect. Yeah. And okay, I just thought of a, a, a if anybody nails it, they should automatically finish first for the year. <laughs> <laughs> I am for that. I am for that. You automatically win the league. Everybody else is playing for second place. <laughs> or, or no, no. I, well, I was thinking first position for the playoffs. You also oh, okay. you, yeah, you yeah, automatically yeah. you're get the a number buy. one seed in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's perfect. Automatically yeah, you don't win the league. league. You don't win the league. Okay, I was thinking if it's 150, you get exactly 150, and there's decimal points to the scores, and you get exactly 150. That's pretty good. I am, that's, that's pretty good. That's super lucky. Yeah. But we don't yeah, want to. We don't want the season to be over in week two. No, we don't. So you get this may this may be week two. This could be week sixteen. Yeah, right. right. Or seventeen. Whatever it is. Thirteen. Right. Twelve. The last regular season week. Yeah. If it's week two and we don't want it to be over, then we might change that part of it. Exactly. We 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 reserve the right to change rules to make this the most fun as we go. Certain well, things. Yeah. Yeah. Just we will try to keep the scoring part of it as consistent. We're going. You know, yeah, we, we're going to try to be fair. Oh, you yeah. know what we could do. We could, no matter where you um, finish, you could get your full starting lineup if you nail it. Yes, that, that's, that's okay with me. So if it, we can figure that out. If it happens before week 10, yeah, we'll go, that week, we'll go. and somebody sticks it, then we could have an alternate yeah. rule or something you, like that. You get an sure. immunity idol or something. Yes, the yeah, immunity yes. idol. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. All What's right. the next one? All right. So uh, the, our eighth rule is analytics week. Mm-hmm. So in, uh, in this one, points are determined not by standard scoring or by any of the other ESPN scoring. It's by uh, advanced analytics-based scoring. Uh, so uh, I think what we're going to use here is win prob- the win probability added statistic. Man, I just which- came up with a new rule. <laughs> of course you did. So no. win probability added. So the basic idea is for a given play, your chances of winning or 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 losing will increase or decrease, and that by some percentage. Mm-hmm. So if you get stopped on a fourth down, then your chance of winning will go down. If you get a first down, your chance of winning will go slightly up. Right, and a lot of this is posted on, or their their version of it is posted on the ESPN website as the games are going on. Yeah, yeah, they they sometimes have those things that track track the it. Graph. So yeah, yeah, the chart. <clears throat> so uh, in our case, you know, if it's a running play, then the running back gets the credit for those for that that particular play. And if it's a passing play, then the quarterback and the receiver split the credit. Okay. This sounds like it's impossible to keep track of. Well, that's I, why this is Luke's rule. This is why <laughs> it's my rule because. 
because I I'm pretty sh- so I I reserve the right to drop this rule if it doesn't work, but I think it's going to. But I have code that already calculates all this. Um, uh, oh, in, in mass for all the players in it, <laughs> all at one time. Okay, so so, so this is gonna yeah go ahead. My alternate so this is, to that is if for some reason that breaks down, we could just use like Pro Football Focus's player ratings or something like that. Yeah, we could do something. Yeah, like that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if it's somebody gonna be has analytics either way, to I don't it's have gonna be it's gonna be some sort of analytics. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, and and then they'll be scaled appropriately to be similar to the points you normally get. But what it means is that players that you think are important are more or less important based on the whether they actually improve your chance of winning the game. Yeah. So if you get a lot of garbage time runs that get you a lot of yards, they don't matter. Right. Because they don't improve your chances of winning. Unless Perfect. you unless your team ended up winning the game. If your team ended up winning the game, then it slightly improves your chance of winning. But you know, if you get 300 yards in garbage time, it only slightly improved your chances, and it's probably similar to if you got 100 yards. Okay. Right? I don't know. I don't it, it, it. It, it, it balances it, the playing it, field. It ate the clock the of, same amount of time, yes. and you were already winning by a lot. Yes. So it didn't it, matter. It's situational. It, yes. This is really what ultimately fantasy football should sort of trend toward. And, 100%. And what, if you're and, serious about it. And what this essentially, what, what you'll end up learning from this is that running backs just don't matter that much. Yes. <laughs> and and this, this is, is one of the advantages. Three or four picks in the draft. Yes, interior yeah. defensive linemen are probably a couple of your best positions. Yeah, so quarterback is going to matter way more than every other position. Yep. Because they affect way more important plays, and mm-hmm. your running back's going to not matter that much. And uh, and and this isn't even, you know, the advanced analytics stuff that really shows how little running backs matter. So, <laughs> well, right, what uh, about what about head coaches, defensive special teams? Ooh, yeah, they're just going to be zeroed out. Okay, what about punters? Okay, uh, punters can count. Okay, and kickers will count too. Then, and kickers can count too. All individual players will be eligible. Yeah, because because you know won't. if you if you have a kickoff, then there's an increase or decrease in your chance of winning based on what happens on that kickoff. That's true. Yeah, they could kick it or, out of bounds. Or on that field goal. It's or, a shame we can't include offensive linemen in this. Yeah, that. so that's... The the hard part is splitting the credit per play. Right. Right? So, um, so like, for defensive players, it might get a little tricky. Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, so is prob- there any it'll way? It'll probably any- be based on, based on whether they have a stat that affected that play, like a, sa- a sack or a tackle yeah. or something. So there is there's no way to include like if a coach makes a dumb decision or like doesn't call a timeout or fails a challenge into this, like in uh, the not an quarter. easy way, not a way okay. that I want to actually calculate. Okay, sounds good. That's fine. So just know if you have Andy Reid yeah. and he blows clock management so in the fourth you don't, quarter, so yeah. it's you're not going to get so, burned. It's a moral. Yeah. Moral so defense. Defense. So your your defensive team mattered a lot for uh that negative points week and now it matters zero yes <laughs> so so you know keep that keep all this stuff in mind when you're drafting yeah good luck <laughs> <laughs> uh what's your next one all right uh the the ninth rule that we have is lucky week um so uh i'm i'm still thinking through this one a little bit but what it is right now is Everything just completely normal. So we're going to go 
standard default ESPN scoring completely for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, with the one exception of if you get a player that gets a seven-yard touchdown and they automatically get a thousand points. <laughs> so, okay. So, in other words, if I'm reading this correctly, really nothing else matters. Uh uh-uh. Unless both sides score the same number of seven-yard touchdowns. Well, everything well, matters. Well, I mean, everything matters, right? So, right. I mean, what are what are the chances in a given game that either team has a seven-yard touchdown? I would. I'm sure you've calculated that. I don't know. No, I haven't. But oh, okay. That's so shocking. this is this is why I'm still kind of not sure if this is the exact thing that I want to count. But I I want it to be rare, but not so rare that it won't happen. Yes, it needs to happen to I would say uh, like. 20 to 30 percent of the games that week right so i i want scores something like 1212 to 180 yeah yeah (laughs) or if somebody gets really lucky like 3500 to to you know 150 so but that that, so my point is if your team scores a seven yard touchdown it doesn't matter who else is on your team (laughs) no it doesn't no 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 yeah. Unless yeah, the correct. other side also scores the same number of seven yard touchdowns, right. in which case you are going to need to field a good lineup. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's that's all I meant. Yeah. So so it's good just, luck it's, figuring it's, that out. Yeah. This is field a good lineup and then just hope you get lucky and your opponent does. Yeah. Really what you want to do is draft players that get a lot of seven yard touchdowns. Or whatever. The, <laughs> so you're saying you should yeah, you should you could change that stat based on when you go back and look at it before the week before we use this week. Before this is in effect, you will know. Okay, this is a stat to get to narrow to zoom. Yeah, I, zoom I want, like you said, stat. something like twenty percent of the teams to have something so, like this happen in any given so week. Okay, yeah. so if yeah. you have, let's say, you had Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey, and they he throws a seven yard touchdown, do both? Is it only the person points. who scores it? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so quarterbacks are eligible. Yeah, all players for that involved. Too. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. A defensive player is too if they get an interception. Yeah. Return so you touchdown. you could have Mahomes and your opponent could have Kelsey and him throw a seven yard touchdown to Kelsey and it just cancels it out. Yeah, because you both get a thousand points. Yeah, you're right. equally lucky. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the randomness is of the the randomness of this. I I would say the Kelsey yeah. owner in that situation would be a little luckier, but yeah, I get it. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which you'll notice with some of my rules is that they they alternate between. Being very much about the opposite of randomness and yes. very much about being exactly randomness. Yes. So what happens, uh, is there anything with uh, players who have a seven in their number? No. Okay. That doesn't matter. All right. Just the one play, the one stat, the whatever he figures yeah. out is the 20 yeah. to 30% chance to happen in a game. All right. So right. that's lucky seven right. week. And, and we all yep. know, except for KJ, that seven is a lucky number. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> okay. We good with that one? That's good. Next. All right. What's next, Luke? All right. Uh, the the last in this set of the set of five is uh, game theory week. So this one takes a little bit of explanation. Yeah, I don't even um, understand what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. So basically, basically, what Jason and I were talking through is that we want a rule that encourages uh, the league, the teams in the league, to try to form alliances or try to betray each other. Secret alliances. Secret alliances. And secret Would you like betrayals. To form an alliance? And secret yes. betrayals. Yes. <clears throat> so the idea behind this is uh, it doesn't matter really what your team has on your roster. 
What matters is whether you form secret alliances that you trust with other members of the League. And whether they betray you or not. Yeah, and you you don't actually have to form alliances. You can just guess, but you you can try if you want. But Mm -hmm. the idea is you submit for each other person in the League whether you think that they're an ally or somebody you want to betray. Mm-hmm. And if uh, and and you do that secretly to mm-hmm. uh, uh, we'll set up an email address. We'll set, a, or set up an email address that you can send it to, so no one can see beforehand. And then we'll look after the week is up, and we'll see what they come up with. And if both of you pick that you wanted to uh, set up an alliance, then you get something like twenty points because you agreed with it. You 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 have a strong alliance there. You both agree. Yeah, you both get points. Yep. Yeah. If you pick that you want to betray them and they pick you want they want to betray you you both get zero points mm-hmm. right if you picked that you want to betray them and they pick that you you want to they want to be your ally you get 40 points and they get negative 20 points yes so the idea here is that you want to betray <laughs> as many teams as possible without if, being betrayed without being betrayed mm-hmm to get the maximum number of points. Right. That's, and that's that is the best your, that, way to that, get that, points. That, yeah. The points it, from those alliances are your total points for the week. None of your player points count that week. But if everybody betrays you too, you get zero points. So Correct. So it only works if... Uh, Strategery. If, if you... Yeah, if you're strategic about this. Yes. It's a little complicated, but it's, it's the prisoner's dilemma. You can yes. Google that. Um, that's essentially what, what this is. Basically, I still don't quite understand it, but that doesn't matter. I'll just it's trying to read. It's, it's it's how good are you at reading the other players? Yeah. Oh, you, you have how to good do, are you at reading them? Basically, you know, you you look at John Miller, Rob, and and you say, "Do I think that he's an ally, or do I want to betray him?" And then you submit that secretly to a mailbox we set up. See, yes. I already think that this is you have an unfair advantage because nobody knows Josh except you. Well, well, th- you can also have conversation with them. We we, yeah. we want to encourage interaction in the forums on this thing or on Twitter or wherever you want to interact with people. Okay. We want to encourage people talking to each other and trying to read. How am I, Can I make a deal with this person? Do I trust this person to say, hey, I want to ally with you. Let's ally together, and then we'll both get, the po- both get a medium amount of points. And then are you going to betray them to get maximum points because you know they're going to ally or you think they're going to ally with you? Or do you think they're going to betray you and so therefore you wouldn't want to ally them because you would get minus points and they would get plus points? And since the points only matter toward against the player you're playing that week, what you really are trying to figure out is, okay, is this person I'm going up against how... How much can I trust them, and who who are how much are how good are they going to be at guessing who to trust and who what, to trust? Yeah, what I'm going to do. Yeah, this is this is super complicated, but I think it will make sense once we're in it. All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we get to um, your rules. The next tier of rules, which are not a whole lot to do with actual point totals. Uh, the first in this is the Ricky Bobby rule. Which is, you know, if you've ever seen Talladega Nights, if you ain't first, you're last. What does that mean, Jason? So for all players in your starting lineup, if the player's team wins that week, you take their point, their fantasy point total, and add it to your total score. All right, so basically those points count. 
Those points count only if their team in actual the in the league, their team wins that week. Okay. If the player's team loses, you subtract their fantasy points from your total. From so, the other so from if, the winners. So you subtract so the losers from the winners on your fantasy correct. team, and that's your so if So if Saquon Barkley gets like three hundred yards rushing and three touchdowns and the Giants lose. Yes, you're screwed. You're going to lose like points. 350 points. Yes. So, so basically, you are rooting against garbage time points. Absolutely. So there will be points Absolutely. in this game where you'll be rooting hard for your player to do well, and then you're going to be rooting against them. If, what if Eli Manning loses and gets negative eight? Do you add that to the total? Yes. Wow. That is correct. So basically, you put a you you flip the sign, the negative sign. So if it's so you multiply everything by negative one, if they if they lose. Oh my god, that yeah. is tremendous. This is this one gets it's super simple on the surface, but it can get super complicated so, the more you get into it. So like, uh, the, in a way, this this kind of uh, you know increases the value of running backs because yes. because running backs yes. get a lot of carries at the end of games when the team is winning, right? But not when they're losing. But not when they're losing. And, the, you know, the team's trying to come from behind. They start passing more and more. Then uh, if they don't make it and don't come from behind, then you lost even more points because they're trying to come back. Right. My hope is, like, you know, um, a team is losing by, like, you know, 28 points going into the fourth quarter. Say it's, say it's 28 to nothing going into the fourth. And they come back and their quarterback throws three touchdowns and gets 21 points plus all those yards and they still lose. You're subtracting all those points from your total if he's in your roster. So we're like last year when this when the Saints played the Chiefs and they're right. going back and forth and they are like scoring every like minute and a half. Right. <laughs> and you don't know what to think at that point. <laughs> you're, 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 you're like, you're, oh, this is great for me. This is this, terrible for me. This right. is great for me. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's the idea. I want you to watch the game and be like, I'm not sure if to root for this person or not. Because it could be awesome. And they could, well, they, it could be like Brady has like 450 yards and four touchdowns in the first three quarters. And then he sits on the bench. And then the Giants come back and score, you know, 35 points in the fourth quarter. And all of those points that Brady had that were going to be for your team now count against your team. Yes. Instantly. Oh. In, a, in the last second of the game. That so is. that's the. It, it needs to so be chaos. That and, is, and what if there's a tie? Okay, that's the kiss your sister corollary. Okay. If it's if it's a tie, every for every if any team, any player is on a team in your roster that gets a tie, you lose ten percent of your total points. That sounds too low. So what would you think? Twenty five percent? I would go half. Fifty percent. So you lose half. So if you have three players on one team and that team gets a tie, you lose fifty percent. You lose one hundred and fifty percent of your points, or you lose fifty percent and then fifty percent of that and then fifty percent of that. That's the same thing. You lose your ha- half your points for for you mean? Oh, did you mean for your entire team or did you mean for that yes, player? For the entire team. For every player on your on the tie yeah, team. Yeah, the tie is worse than the loss. Oh yeah. So if you have if you have ten, no, I would go half. Okay. So, okay. So here's the thing. So if you have, you really don't want to root for a tie. You you don't. Uh-uh. So if you have the Jaguars and they tie somebody and you have three players, which I don't know why you would, but if you do, if you happen to that week, if you, you have three players league. from the ja- the Jaguars, they have good uniform colors. But but if it's if it's this week and they tie, you're losing fit. You're losing fifty percent per player. 
yeah. on your roster. Yeah. Okay. Ties are rare. There there should be consequences for a tie. There was like four or five in the first couple weeks last season. Yeah, but there was like they're four usually or five rare. Awesome. They're usually okay. rare. Yeah. So good luck. Yeah. And like you said, garbage time points are your worst nightmare this week. You better root for them to. I mean, they better win. They better. <laughs> yeah. You, you certainly you don't want really them to tie. Them yeah. <laughs> Uh-uh. Yeah, I mean this is this is like alumni week where you want you want the guys on good teams regardless of Yes. Uh, I mean you in this case you care how well they do too. But you yes. But that that extra layer of you don't want play you don't want awesome high scoring fantasy players on bad teams. You that's the worst thing you could have this week. Yeah. Saquon Barkley because they're is going really going to crush your you team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So we good with that one? Yeah. Yep. All right, the next one is the Steel Fortress week, which what, what means all starting players on your roster will be judged by our secret panel <laughs> based <laughs> on their name alone for degree of awesomeness. Wait a minute. Hold on. So, <laughs> so it's a head-to-head matchup between roster spots. Each 24 spots, it's, you, it's your quarterback oh, one versus okay. their quarterback, other you. team's quarterback one. Okay, I got So you. we put so those two names side by side. Matchup. Yeah, okay. it's head-to-head between you and the, the other team, the other fantasy team you're playing that weekend early. So, so, yeah, you have a QB1 and a QB2 in your starting roster. So QB1 goes up. Matches up against QB1 on the other side. Got it. And whoever, whoever our panel of five to seven people, it's not completely determined yet, secret panel, picks is this name is more awesome you get a point for that for each spot see now that's each interesting spot that you win. because if you have two quarterbacks with great names do you want yes. to try to outcompete them so you can get both of them or do you want to make sure you get at least one so if you've got like lamar jackson do you want him to go against daniel jones or do you want him to go against i don't know i'm trying to think of another quarterback Jameis winston yeah, that's 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 the strategy. Do you want to go for the sure win, or do you want to try to take it all? Right. Say you have two quarterbacks where your first one is awesome named, the second one is medium, yeah. and you you see your opponents. So you could go in right before the game starts and swap your position too. There's some gamesmanship in here. Sure. So you could swap sure. it from QB two to QB one if you think, okay, I just want to make sure I get one point here, and if I get the other one, that's a bonus, or I'm going to go for both points. Right in this in this position, and this goes for all twenty four positions. So 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 like it's going to be some interesting names. So you know somebody like Captain Munnerlin. Oh yes, yeah. yes. Like he's that's points. He's, that's points probably. Right there. Yeah, but that's you know unless chance. he's going up unless unless he's going up against you know Rocky cornerback. Yeah, Rocky Sin, <laughs> or, yeah. or Ha Ha Clinton Dix. I mean that's true. Yeah. And then the, where, where, the does panel, it, where does a name ahead. like Jake Butt fit into this? It depends on the secret you, panels. It, we we it's, and it's completely subjective. We, the panel is completely secret and subjective, and um, there's no formula or anything. It's just whatever a majority of these five to seven. I say five to seven because we want it to be a majority, de- definitive majority. Whatever they choose for that player, who that's who is going to be the secret panel? Um, that's still undetermined. Okay, I'm I'm assuming is is it going to be our wives? Possibly. Okay. But I do not want to sway anybody by saying who they actually are. It's actually going to stay a secret. We may reveal it after that, after this week is up, but not during the week because I don't want anybody swaying anybody. Okay. So, what your job this week is to go in and find the most interesting, or I'm just going to say it's level of awesomeness 
So pick the awesomer name yeah. that you think the panel will choose. So we're just going to and it pick- will be a range a range of people, so that it's not going to be, um, it's not going to be just us, or it's not going to be us, basically. Yeah, I don't think we can participate. No, but if you have a steel fortress on your team, you better be starting him that week. Uh, well, you should be starting him every well, week, just on principle. Yes. You don't have yeah. a choice if he's on your team. He's starting. Yes. Yeah. Keep forgetting we don't have a bench. That's an excellent so point. So just to clarify, um, there there are no. Um, so as an example, um, shout out to Anita from Alaska, Easton Stick. Yes. That's probably high in the awesomeness ratings. That's the guy you want on your roster. Yes. So just to clarify, no points scored by those players matter. No fantasy points matter. Yeah. Just performance the, does they not defeat, matter. It's head to head against the other, and you get one point per slot. And then at the end, you total up the points, the number of wins you got versus the other head to head team per slot, and that's that's who wins the week. The week. Now you who could the game you week. could theoretically, let's say it's Monday afternoon. You could mm-hmm. theoretically. You're not going to know, but you could theoretically guess like, oh, I think I might be down by a couple points here. I might need to swap out a couple of my DBs. Yeah. And just like dive in and try to find them. Yes. Because or, or, or they, have to pl- they could be on IR. They could be. They don't well, have to play in the you game. Won't, you won't know your score until. Uh, you won't. Yeah, until you won't after. know. Tuesday. Because right? it won't be posted on, on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Until, until this end of the end of the week, you won't know. Right. You can't. You can't. Put this into the ESPN so we're not going system. we're not going to update the scores um not as the week. games are played so like after the thursday night game we're not going to have the I'm, panel decide those things no i don't want to guarantee it because right we, we don't know able, exactly who's going to be able to get to this, this every single day necessarily yeah. okay. and it's going to be a lot of a lot of names okay 24 players per roster 14 teams it's going to be a lot of names um, are the, we not going to use, I'm guessing we're not going to use the defensive special team. So it's going to be 23 on 23. So there's a guaranteed winner. Yes, that's a good, that's a good point. There's also a bonus corollary to this rule. Oh, okay. What's that? It's called the Matt Bryant corollary. Okay. Where another secret panel or possibly the same people. I'm not hundred percent sure yet. will judge the kickers and or punters. I think that's still kind of indeterminate, probably punters from each team based solely on their NFL official headshot photo of which one this panel finds the most attractive, appealing, handsome, whatever you want to say. This is also supporting Sexism Week. (laughs) This is is our meta commentary on don't judge a book by its cover. (laughs) The only thing that matters in this contest is what they look like. Okay, so (laughs) we're not going to give their name. It's just going to be, I'm going to go through and get the the official NFL screenshot, like, uh, photo. This is so dumb. Headshot for this current season, for the 2019 season. And I'm going to put it side by side with, so say you've got Matt Bryant as a kicker. It's going to be punters, but honestly, I couldn't name a punter right now if I had to. Um, And versus, you know, David Akers. And you put their photos side by side with no names, and this panel is going to pick, and whatever the panel decides as a majority, you get two bonus points for that for that win. Okay, so it sounds like <laughs> number one players don't <laughs> even have to be playing this week. Oh, absolutely not. They could be on a bye week. Um, they could be on IR as long as their li- as long as their name. They could be retired as long as their name is officially. Played. They just have to be in the in listed. You have, they have to be. Pick, you have to be able to pick. You them have up. to be able to pick them up and add them to, to a roster. Right. Yes. 
so, so <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> if so, like if Des Bryant shows up, he's eligible. He's eligible. Yeah. Yes. Um, or, or if or, you know, if a Jay Jay Cutler shows up, you or, could put him Kareem in Hunt. Yeah, that's a good name. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good name. No, he's gonna play this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he should be in this week because that's a pretty I'm, good name. But I mean, even even for the week that he's suspended. Right? Oh he's yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, just n- n- nothing matters but the player's name and is and, and are they available on the roster? And in the case of the kicker slash punter, whichever we decide on that, which way we go on that, what their screen, what their photo looks like. Oh my god, and. It's only the official NFL headshot for this current season because you know some of those are ridiculous. They come out of training camp and they may have a head shaved or just taking their helmet right, off right. and they take this picture. So it's only that, and it's a split second. You take two or three sec, a split couple of seconds that you take that this panel is going to look at it and go, okay, this one or this one. And then we just total up the total votes, and that's who wins or loses. Okay, so And those add to the points. Based on, based on the settings right now, it looks like punters – will average a little over 200 points a game. Okay. <laughs> they are the highest But none of that matters players. for this. No, no, no. That none was of that just, matters for this. No, no. We, I'm just saying we have to tweak Uber scoring because the top. Okay. Wow. They'll really pay off if you get a good-looking punter, you know, an appealing punter. But who knows? It, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Who knows what this panel is going to be and who they're going to pick? You just got to guess. We're, we're we're doing the origins of Facebook. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, are, are we good with that rule? So we go to the hundreds. next one. All right, that's good. All right. So um, next rule is the golf talk rule. Golf talk. Uh, this is the lowest score that doesn't fall below zero. Standard scoring otherwise, but lowest score that doesn't fall below zero wins. Like in golf, you want to score lower. Right. Um, unlike the negative points week, all point categories are in scoring plays count. Yes. So it's not just negative. It's everything. Uh, you must start a full roster this week. They could be on IR. They could be retired. They could be on a bye week. But you have to start a full roster. You have to have a, someone that's from the ESPN list of player pool has to be in every one of your roster slots this week. So, in other words, a great uh, way to, well, I don't know that for sure, but a, a way to navigate this might be you might get lucky and a lot of your good mm-hmm. players are on a buy. Yes, that would be perfect because you don't have to drop them into the pool f- that you could use them for other weeks, but you also get no points from them that week. Right. So if you, had, if you had a player that scored one point, you win. You're, gonna, you're likely going to win this so week. So you can guarantee a win this week by starting all guys that won't get into the game. Correct. Okay. Absolutely. So if you want to drop Tom Brady to pick up, you know, the third string quarterback for, you know, Arizona, you could. Or you could and take that a, would that would get you points. So you also could take a chance that um your opponent won't drop all of their players. Yes. And you could just hope to get underneath their score. Yeah, because you're only going up against the other this is only matchup against the other, you know, the head to head matchup. Yeah, it's match play. So yeah, so if you have if you score, you could score 150 points, and they could score 151, and you would win that week. Right. Okay. So it's it's kind of playing the odds of looking at your play your opponent's roster for that week, that kind of stuff too, and factors into it. Yep. Um. So this and the next rule are the two that I know of that have the you have to have each roster spot filled out no matter what. Okay. For this one, uh, in, so, for this so one, if you don't, then you just lose. It's an automatic forfeit. Okay. And if you both do it, 
you you both forfeit, so you both get a loss that yeah, week. Yeah, right. Yeah, just like going over on prices, right? Yep, absolutely. Which and the other rule where you have to start a player in every spot mm-hmm. or you lose automatically is the last rule I want to talk about, which is the the rule. Okay, what does that mean? Which if you start any players that week that are associated with a ridiculous trademark claim at any point, either personally or team college related, then you automatically forfeit the week. You forfeit the week. You forfeit. You lose automatically if you start. So if you a have Ezekiel Elliott, you have mm-hmm. to cut. You have to either cut him or take a loss because he went to Ohio State, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so so the origin <laughs> of this rule is the origin of this rule is these stupid. Pending um, trademark and patent requests lately. All right, that so have come up. so Brady would be one of them, obviously. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna break down some examples. How and many then, do you have? Uh, I got a bunch, but before this week, before this rule kicks into effect, I will publish a list of the players, so you will know without a doubt which players are ineligible and which players are forbidden. Have Have any professional teams like have the Redskins done that for some? Stupid? Okay, just just wait, just wait. Okay. Um. It basically, you, you mentioned Ohio State. So any player that went to Ohio State, due to them to, trying to trademark the word "the" right this this past few weeks, yeah, I assume that stupid. that was the yeah. The, I knew yeah. Ohio State was. That's part the of this. genesis of this. Any former Syracuse player, for them attempting to trademark the color orange, they did. Yes. <laughs> Are you any serious? players who? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Any players who have been a spokesperson for Subway, because Subway tried to trademark Footlong. Really? And limited to their, their use, yes. Any player that has been a spokesperson for McDonald's for trying to trademark the letters MC together. Oh, my God. Any player that has publicly dated Paris Hilton oh. that we know of, that, we can, that, that, that my research will prove, and so again, I will do? list everybody. What did everybody. she do? For trying to trademark the phrase, that's hot. Oh, my God. So we're going to have the a entire- list of this. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. The entire current New England England Patriots roster <laughs> for them trying to trademark nineteen and zero. They did. So if you have a pat, oh yeah, if you have a Patriot player, you have to drop them this week, or you will automatically lose. And also, finally, even though he's included in this Pats ban, it will absolutely include Tom Brady specifically for trying to trademark Tom Terrific when he has never been called that to the knowledge of anyone. Ever, and that's obviously Tom Seaver. You should and, you should get two losses if you don't cut Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. If you keep Brady, that's that's a very good idea. Yeah, you can do that. We so do if that. you have if you have if I find out in my research between now and then when this rule goes into effect that Michigan also tried to trademark something stupid, and you have Brady on your team, then you get three losses that week. But we're so gonna have to you, have this list before so the if draft, you have though, aren't a, we? A yeah, the, the list will be up before Ohio the league starts. Okay, no, 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 before if, the draft, I mean. Oh, no. We're not going to have it before the draft? The draft is in like two days. Yeah, but that's, You're gonna have, that's what I'm saying. Like People have to make their decisions. If, 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 if The decision comes down to, do I want to cut Tom Brady or not? No, no. What I'm saying is if you find out that a professional team had, a, like the Redskins, you find out in three weeks they had a trademark and you put them on the list, people weren't able to account for that during the draft. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll just say now that the New England Patriots are the only team that counts. Because I want to see all Patriots players. I think drop this I week. think we should I think we should do a little like an hour's worth of research over the weekend just to see if we can eliminate other teams. It, it'd be great t- if we could okay. have like four teams just completely out. Sure. If any specific team or college did something to the level that I deem as bad as the the 
Is Ohio State trying to trademark the? Right. Or the Patriots trying to trademark 19 and 0? Then yes, I will post the team, like full teams or full colleges before the draft. Okay. Done. Look but for that on the players, web, on no. the website. We will we will list all this stuff in the chat. We have a website? Website? Well, yeah, ESPN. Oh, the the okay. In the, <laughs> the chat. League yeah, the league, yeah, yeah the yeah, league. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Or not I the will, chat, I, but the, you know, the messages. Like league messages. Sure. Yeah, that seems fair. <laughs> so hope hope the players that you want on your team this year weren't involved or associated, even by their own, you know, not their own fault, associated with some of this nonsense. Okay. All right. We go with that one. That's that's okay, so we're through fourteen weeks. What do yes, we got? We have a few more left. Luke, you want to take those? Sorry, Luke, I had to go us? for a second. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you want to take yeah, the last? Yeah, I'll take the last. I'll take the last. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so uh, uh, we're on number the 15th rule, right? 15th rule. Yes. So we're on 15. So this one, uh, we've named Doug Baldwin week. Yes. So the idea here is that uh, this is this one's pretty normal. This is maybe one of the more normal ones. Uh, in fact, a few of these are, are a little bit more normal, but the. Uh, the idea is the scoring is is pretty normal, except that you get bonus points for p- players that are either injured or uh, otherwise inactive from your roster. So, uh, so if if they're inactive, then they get uh, then they get uh, fifteen points or so. Well, we gotta get we gotta figure out the exact numbers here. If they're it inactive, a, they maybe get. A, it will be a point total that's not too much, but is also but is reasonable. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a good good week. Yeah. Uh, so, so you know, if you have a player that's uh, borderline, uh, whether he's going to start or not, he's questionable for the week. And if he does play, he he might get you five points. But if he doesn't, he might get you fifteen. Yes, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so you're rooting so for these guys not to start. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So something like that. And then uh, if they're on the injured re- reserve, you get even more points. Uh, Ooh, nice. With the the incentive there that you want to drop players that might actually play. <laughs> for injured reserve <laughs> for injured reserve players and then yeah. if you uh if you pick up a player that's available in the ESPN league that is retired boom then then you get even more points something like uh 50 Excellent. points 50 that's points, the something like that. Percy Harvin addendum uh yeah or the uh, See, Andrew I, Luck I don't I don't the know Luck. I don't know if I like that idea I'm going to push back just a little bit because there's really no difference between like IR your season's over Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no, there's all you have to do is go. I mean, it's so basically it's a mad scramble to pick up guys who. It's the rarer guys. Yeah. But yeah. So why would anybody pick a guy on injured reserve? Because you have to drop all your other players to do that, first of all. No, 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 no. no, no. Versus somebody who's retired. Uh, well, I guess it depends on how, how many are there in there. There's, the, there's in a the... lot of guys who aren't in the league. Okay. Well, retired. We need to maybe define that as officially made a, an entire a retirement yeah. announcement. Yeah, but, that's if, but if they, they just are no longer, get on a team. If a, if somebody has officially retired, they are no longer in the system. Percy Harvin retired during the season during one year when I was playing. Right, and he was on my team. Right. No. No. What I'm saying is, guys who retired during the year will be available, but guys who retired before the season starts, I don't think they're going to be in here. Yeah. So Andrew Luck is I, in here. Is he? Yes. <laughs> okay 
But but you can you you can draft Andrew Luck. Okay, okay. But what that means is he has not officially filed papers. He has just said, I'm retiring. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So he could theoretically play in week five. Okay. I think. So I don't know if if we're going to be able I you know, just see what I'm saying? I don't Whatever okay. we have to do to point when, out the fact that I had two players to the separate years of the Littles League that they retired during the season on my team. Whatever we have to do. Whatever whatever judgment we have to make. If it's just Percy Harvin. I think that I think there should be something. Hmm. There there was the player on the Bills last year that retired after like week three. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ber- uh, uh, Davis, Fonte Davis. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think. What if, what if we had something like? Because these players could be completely valuable other weeks, like the golf talk week f- for sure. I almost feel like we should do something that that would cause people to try to figure out if a guy is going to play. So if he's doubtful, but plays, you get. Like you get the points that he scores during the game, but you also get a bonus for taking the chance. No, nah. I just I don't know that it's like. All right, we'll we'll workshop this one a little bit. Yeah, I'm. I hope th- this, this one is, doesn't come up in week two. This is the one. <laughs> this is the one rule that doesn't get me going that much because it's just like okay, yeah, every every position I don't expect to get fifteen points, and there are churnable roster spots. I just right. go get a guy on IR. All right. well, the, we'll, the, we'll, the thing uh, is, you have to drop valuable players that will be valuable other weeks for players. You have to gauge, okay, do I want a player that's going to get me a certain decent amount of points for one to two to three weeks, or do I want to get, and do, in order to get that player, do I want to drop a player that is going to definitely get me points in, and count in other weeks? It's, I, the, it's the whole season-long view of scoring in uh, light of all sure. the rules. And, and, and it's also a, a, a value proposition with uh you know say someone like uh uh you know Gronkowski in recent years like he was less valuable because there were uh, there was decent chances that he wouldn't play some of the games in the season right and now all of a sudden he's more valuable because of that I think that you're you're going to be able to game this probably at least a third to half of your roster are churnable roster spots that yeah. you'll be able to find good players and so you're, but you have to you have to compete against the other people for those players too. That's true. That's true. That's part of this. Everybody's in the same boat. All right. All right. I eh, we'll see what happens. This is. I think okay. we can tweak it. Yeah. This is. All right. We'll we'll post we'll post on the league site all of these rules and we'll put an updated one for this one. All right. Yes. All right. <clears throat> the next one, uh, momentum week. Yes. So the idea behind this is that the mythical idea of momentum now exists <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> okay and uh if you know if the wheel happens to land on momentum week that means whatever the previous week was the score you got in that week counts halfway uh half of that score counts toward your score already for this week yeah you automatically add it on yeah now the hilarious thing the hilarious thing to me is this if this came up during um well, no, this would be its own week. It's its own week, yeah. Yeah. So See, what this happens... Should a, this should have been a modifier. What happens if 
uh, a player missed the previous week or the team was on by? Does it go back to their last performance? It's not theirs. It's your total team score, I think. No. No, I think it's each player, isn't it? No, it's the total team score. So whatever yeah. you did it's the previous week. It's a total number of points week. your team scored. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, your team. Okay. Your team gotcha. has momentum. Okay. It your team, been, your gotcha. team okay. has the momentum. <laughs> okay, gotcha. It could have been it could have been the golf score week. Yeah. And you scored like three points, so you get like one and a half points That's added awesome. to your score for the next week. Yeah, yeah. Or but it could be the does. negative week. Or it's the negative the week. week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right. But everybody's in the same boat. So yeah. So oh, yeah. So it God, it could tremendous. be that all of a sudden the week you just played that you passed is now a lot more important than you thought it was. Yes. Okay. You know, so. you could you could you. There's conceivable <laughs> strategies where you could like tank a week or two to get to the next week and hold on to some players that you want to hold on to. Yes, right? right. Absolutely. But if you tank the week right before momentum week, you're screwed. <laughs> then you, then you, you, there's a decent chance you lost two weeks, unless it's negative week, in which case tanking was an advantage. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Ne- no, that wouldn't be an advantage. Yes, it would. Yes, it would, because you went from negative. You, you, you would Half of your negative score gets added onto your total score. Yes, which is subtracting points from your score. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if you won negative week, the higher negative, the worse score won. So you're screwing yourself more than. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what he says. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, and the next but, week you're subtracting. If, if you had negative forty, you're subtracting twenty points from whatever your score is in the next week. Right. Yeah, but if it was Uber week, now you're, uh, you, and you won that week, then right. you have a huge advantage. Yes. Yeah, I hope this or comes you, up in week two. That's what or, or if it was lucky week and you got one of those seven yard touchdowns. Yeah, you had five thousand points, you're automatically winning the next week. I mean Oh my god. <laughs> this is yeah. nuts. All right. Of course. The order of these is going to be insane. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna be a that, big that's why we had that's why we ended up having to do it random because we could have made this where it would have just been totally impossible. And now it is just yeah. We don't know theoretically impossible. Yeah, we don't know either. Yeah, yeah. believe yeah. me, I, mean, I don't think any of the three of us have any idea what the best draft strategy is. No. If, oh no. If if we knew what the rule order was, you could maybe draft for like the first four weeks or right. something like that. Right. Yes. With all four in mind, but, but you do not without knowing which the order is. You can't do that. No. Yep. So right. speaking of that, we've covered the rules. Wait, wait, wait. We'll one more. We rule. have to. One more rule. Oh, there's one more rule. There one is. more rule. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the Let's last see. rule is Nathan Peterman week. <laughs> the Peterman principle. Okay. The Peterman principle. The Peterman principle week. So <clears throat> the idea here is that you get points for uh, what I'd call like counting stats. So things like pass attempts, rush attempts, uh, being targeted. Um. And and also you get points, you get positive points for things like turnovers. So like you throw an interception, you get positive points. Uh, mm-hmm. Lose a fumble, you get positive points. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get negative points for things like yards gained, <laughs> actual productivity in the Actually, game, and and touchdowns. Okay, for, wait a minute. Hold field on. goals. <laughs> Hold on. So, so I I love this rule, but here's the problem: we now have 17 rules, and some of these. One of these ones that can be completely gamed might show up in week 17 for the championship. Okay. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll figure that out. I'm okay with that. Well, I'm not. Well, then we, like, if it's low score wins, then you're going to have a tie. Does that make sense? Like, I think we have to get rid. I love that Peterman principle, but I 
think Well, the Peterman principle, you you can't game that one. No, mm-hmm. I know that. But like if Doug Baldwin week comes up in in week 17, then everybody is going to have a a team of IR players and nobody can win. No, because then your biggest benefit is to guess and try to outgame your opponent and put one player in that's going to score more than the average okay. whatever the average okay, but- IR number of points is and hopefully and it basically then becomes it could be one versus one or one versus two, and then you you have to decide. Okay, am I going to have more point? Am I do I have more a better chance of getting more points just sticking with the average, or should I grab somebody to put in there that is going to probably score more than the okay, average? Okay, well, what about golf talk week? Uh, it's closest to zero, but you, and have, you have to, to start you have players. To start players. Yeah, you can't just leave people out. Right, but you can you can right. put guys that are on IR, can't you? Yeah, I guess you could. So maybe we should maybe we should make sure that the, they actually have to be players who are eligible to play in the game. And it's closest without hitting zero. So you have to get one point. Okay. Well, that, if you I hit mean, zero, you, you 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 lose. So then it would be one player against one player. Yes. This, this I just yeah. I oh the, every week is going to be something like this where we're going to have to make a decision, and that's where it comes down to honestly. If we get to the championship game and, and they tie and we have to flip a coin, I am okay with that. And if you're in this league and not okay with that, yeah, but, but I th- don't know what to tell you. I would like the championship week to be something we can follow all the way through the last game like, and have the outcome be in the balance. Then we need to pick what the rules are for the championship week. We can do that. You know, actually, we need to that's m- true. Pick which one of these rules it's gonna, it needs to okay, be. Okay, so we've got our 17 rules, and we can say week – Week one is Uber, and then the mm-hmm. championship game has to be one of X number of weeks. Mm-hmm. Or, or, where, or the, where, the where player points actually count. Yes. So maybe Golf Talk Week is not eligible for the playoff. What about Analytics Week being 17? Or, or uh, Lucky Week? <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. So Analytics Week could be a playoff week, and Lucky Week could be a playoff week because both of those definitely it matters how many points your players are scoring in fantasy. And Analytics Week is to me the perfect championship one because it actually matters who is winning the game or the Ricky Bobby Week because you need to you need players to actually win the game that matters. Okay, so he okay, so this is I like that idea. So what we could okay. do is we could actually install week 17 or that we could even set up the playoffs like okay so what are uh, is 14 15 16 17 the playoffs yeah but i don't know if we want to set up we could pick four rules that will go in the playoffs and then we roll the dice yeah so correct like doug baldwin week and golf talk maybe they have to be regular season rules sure you know i could game this by the way yeah, but we we we, I, I, we if, want to be as above the board as, as possible. No, I don't. I don't care if people think we're gaming this by the season. I, I like the idea that you could theoretically figure this out, but nobody's going to be able to. Who was going to put the time and the effort into this to figure it out? One of one of the fourteen people, I bet will. Sure. I mean, it's not going to be me. Awesome. But, but I hope they do. I like. Good luck. I like analytics week. I like Ricky Bobby week. Mm-hmm. Um, for, it's the point. It's the, the weeks where points really matter. I I just like the idea that this is the way football should be. The, to me, those are my favorite two rules. I like yeah, uh, but for, we're not for trying the, to 
most of these rules are not the way football should be. I understand <laughs> that, but for the playoffs, like so that you can have something to root for, I like the idea. Um, I'm look, I'm okay with the um, like the best looking punters deciding because I don't have a problem with that. But I don't right. want there to be something that uh, it can easily like. There's some gimmick. Some of these are gimmicky. Alumni week, you could just pick. Well, well, you never know. What if what if it's the rivalry week week when Ohio State plays Michigan and you have Brady because you think Michigan's going to win and Ohio well, State see, beats them. Here's the thing though: in week 17, this is another one. Alumni week has to be during the regular season because college football stops before the uh, pro football stops. Yeah, we need to figure that out. So that would have to be a regular season rule. Sure. So what I'm going to do is when or we, we could after use, this when we, we determine a rule for that theoretically yeah for alumni week if that came up in the championship you could just use all the well but no because you all of them will be not gone. all the teams are playing yeah. they would already be over and you could you could stack a winning lineup so correct yeah so i think alumni week has to be a regular season week yeah so here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna spin the wheel during the season mm -hmm. and if a rule comes up um that we want to we would rather it be in the playoffs and we we'll, we can decide those and post those here's the playoff rules then we just roll again for the next one all right. Well, or spin the wheel again for the next one, I should say. Actually, I love Price is Right for, for um, because that could be really challenging for the playoffs. Or, um, yeah, analytics was good. Yeah, analytics, Lucky, Ricky Bobby, Price is Right. Game theory has to be regular season. Yes. Yep. See, Better work. This is a great podcast. We're just now figuring out that this doesn't exactly work the way we want. Well, it to, I mean, but... we hadn't even talked about the playoffs. Is the problem? I, I would have just said it's regular season all the way through, and whoever has the best record wins. No, I don't like that. Because because some people are going to be out of it. That's that's the whole point of letting everybody make the playoffs. Right. But stacking it so that good teams during the regular season, quote unquote, good teams have uh, an advantage. <laughs> There's no good teams. This right, is, I know. Though. This is... I love that you're fighting for the the, um, yeah, the, some, um, some the sanctity of, of fantasy football, yeah. but this, it does not apply to this league at all. No, but you, you don't <laughs> want... All. You, I don't want people tanking. I'd, I'd like people to theoretically be in it so that they keep engaged all the way through into um, the playoff. Well, to me, the engagement of this is how can I... What what kind of strategy can I pull on these rules for week to week and not did I actually win this league? Yeah, but if you're not, I mean, if you're out of it, then. How are you out of it? You're, I would say don't even keep records. Just throw it out the window. It's, it's just the fun of playing week to week. Yeah, but. I understand why we're keeping score, but it's, it's the fun of playing with these ridiculous game rules versus, hey, I won this league. Yeah, but see, a lot of leagues just do. Um... They just do high score, and it's it's mm -hmm. it's those those leagues don't have the kind of engagement as head to head leagues. So if you really wanted to take it that end, we won't even have matchups. No, see, because the matchup matters for a lot of these rules. Here, here's the other thing I would say is that um, you could get your team your you could have the team you're playing against. You know, you could say, well, I'm three games out of the of the best record in the last week of the season. So I don't have a chance. I might as well not even try. But that team could do something stupid and have get three losses that week. You can get multiple losses 
per week in some of these weeks, and they could be knocked down three three levels and you know just completely throw everything. Well, into not chaos. just that, but like as an example, let's say that you finished in 14th place. So you're rolling out, I guess it would be 11 players in the first week of the playoffs. No, it wouldn't be, yeah, it would be 11 players and the top two teams get a bye. So you're going against the, the team who finished third. So it's 22 against 11. But what if one of your 11 guys scores a seven-yard touchdown that week? Yeah. And it's lucky week. You go. Yeah. So even though you're probably not going to win, you could theoretically win if you, you everybody makes the playoffs. So I, I just I like holding on to that so that everybody could theoretically win this league. All right. So we have four weeks of playoffs, right? We have four weeks of playoffs. And then if you Pick have momentum four. week, even if you're the worst team in the league, if you if lucky week ends up on 14 and momentum ends up on 15, you know, I mean, theoretically, you can IDP is the next week and so there's tons of options on waivers you could weave your way to a title not likely right but you could and do basically it. basically what you've illustrated by listing off different weeks that could throw it into chaos in the last it could pull somebody from behind in those playoff weeks is that most of these would work in the playoffs we basically just need to decide the ones that would not work in the playoffs right. and keep them from being in the playoffs yeah yeah, yeah that's not that's like fine. the um the Steel Fortress week doesn't does not need to be in the playoffs. Well, it doesn't have to be, but well, okay. You tell me the weeks that don't need. No, to be you in no, the no, no. You, you know what? You're 100 right because the other side won't have. They'll, it'll just be a forfeit. Yes, because they won't even have players right. in slots. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. So so which weeks do we not? We don't want alumni week in the playoff, right? Can't have alumni in the week in, in the playoffs. Um, okay. Ba, 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 ba. I would say game theory can't can't be in the playoffs. Well, it's standard scoring, other than yeah, but everybody has everybody has lines. to be involved that week. Yeah, yeah, that needs everybody's involvement. That has to be a regular season one. Um, okay. Steel Fortress week has to be a regular season. Golf talk. Yes. Golf talk Golf has talk to week. be, and I think Doug Baldwin week has to be. But I think you guys are less certain of that. Um, golf talk has to be because... Why? Because, because you, could, you could pick up a bunch of guys not playing. Yeah. I mean, you should, actually. So yeah, and you could pick up one player that plays a little bit. Yeah, that's going to be a fullback and a bunch of guys on IR. Like, yeah, so you'd basically be a fullback against another fullback. You could game it so that you you had a chance, even if you. Th there's no penalty for finish for finishing fourteen. Versus three. So <laughs> so here's I like the, I like the fact that if that if that hasn't come up. By the way, get time we get to the playoffs naturally, <laughs> that that's a potential for the playoffs. You could be like, okay, I actually want to finish 14th because if this week, if this rule comes up like in week 16, and I only have 14, I only have to fill so many roster well, spots we, while the other player has to fill more. We also I automatically get an advantage. It flips the script in there. Yeah, the but we don't want people tanking either, do we? If they feel like I want people to do, I want people anything. to tank 
to to win. Yes. I mean, this isn't tanking to get a draft pick. This is tanking yeah. to win this season. This is because you because you're looking at the rest <laughs> so of the rules that are remaining and stupid. being like, oh yes, absolutely, it's stupid. This is the chaos, the chaotic part of it that I love. So, uh, really, I think all of these work except for maybe the championship week. Because even, even Golf Talk Week works if it forces people to drop a bunch of players and then they <laughs> yes. win, and then, and then the next week they up. have to pick everybody and up. They have to pick them back up or they have no chance. <laughs> it's do you want, Do I think I can win by dropping half my players or am I gonna ha- or do I think I have a better chance to drop all my players this week knowing that next week i got to scramble to pick as many of them back up as I can? I like the going from the highest high to the lowest low See, from week okay, to week. So, but Remember, the point, the, the, the main idea, the main purpose of this, our goal is chaos, correct? Yes. So, that is the ultimate chaos to me. So we want people to be put in a position, ideally, where they're picking between dropping all of their good players and having a very difficult time getting almost any of them back. Correct. The, the best placement for that would be somewhere in the middle of the season, not week 15. Because yeah, for week but I don't 17... Want, I, don't, I personally don't want to game it like that. For week 17, everybody has to drop all of their players. And then it's like, how much of, of your money did you save? Because if you didn't save very much, or, or no, I guess that would be week to week, right? I wonder if for the playoffs we, we should just have $1,000. We'll, we'll figure out some of the playoff stuff later. Okay. And then you like literally every player on every roster is dropped before week 17. And then the two teams left have to pick up like they have to use whatever blind bids are left. And so if we just use a thousand dollars for the entirety of the playoffs, some people will spend all their money just to make it to the next week. But then, you know, they're screwed. They're, they're kind of screwed. Um, yeah. I think I, I think any of these weeks we can tweak to make work for any of the weeks except for the alumni week, because at a certain point in the season, there's no more, there's no more college, college games. Right. Yeah. Right. That has so that's, to be that is the Because it would crack me up if you lost in the playoffs, in the third round of the playoffs, because your other opponent had LeBrickashaw Ferguson on their team. Or the better-looking punter. Right. I mean, that's a story that you tell forever in fantasy football circles. I, I suppose you're right. Yeah. It's, that's, that's the hilarity of it all, if it comes down to that. Okay. But the alumni one is the definite... It, just because there's not going to be any games. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to have a bunch of Ohio players versus a bunch of Western Kentucky players? Yeah. And what would be hilarious to me is if alumni week came and then the next week was the, the week. Yeah. So you picked up a bunch of Ohio state people right. in Syracuse or whatever. You got to get rid and of them. You got to cut them all. Which is what I'm, my main goal of this is your entire roster should be different every week. Well, if you're yes. really trying to win. Well, that, so yeah, if you want to win each week, now if you want to take a chance that a there's a core group of players that will play well through 8 or 9 weeks and you want to hold on yes. to like those six guys. There you go. And you have to determine based on the rules because you're going to have to drop Brady. There is one of these weeks it is guaranteed you're going to have to drop Brady or you're going to take a lo- a double, a triple loss yeah. possibly. So, you know John you're Miller gonna is going to be losses. the guy who drafts Brady cuz nobody else is going to yes. want him. Yes. And at some point, John won't be able to not take him. Yes, and you know this rule comes out of me wanting to make fun of the Patriots. Of course. So. Yes. I, I feel like I really would like there to be 
like any teams that have been um fined or docked or you know found to be cheating like the saints with bounty gate um mm-hmm. greg uh williams wherever he's coaching now i don't know what coaching staff he's on i have no idea but he was associated with that so like all saints are ineligible and whatever team greg williams coaches like all of his defensive players are ineligible yeah. like, i would like there to be more players that are ineligible for that week but it's it's your decision because it's your it's your rule yeah, I think I, I may look at the Redskins because I'm sure they've tried to trade. I'll look at what teams have tried to trademark stuff, and if it's like half the teams, we'll do it. Okay. It's, it's mostly trademarks the teams. then, so not yeah, It's, not it's definitely – and it's ridiculous stuff that got denied. I guarantee like, you the Redskins had to have done something. They had to. That guy, I'm sure he did something stupid. Probably. That stuff is easy to Google. All right. Um, anything else we need to add here? We want to – Talk strategy at all? Sure. I don't have any. You get, what <laughs> about you guys? <laughs> oh, no. Throw it out the window and play week to week is the way to do this. I think there are certain, um, like, okay, Aaron Donald. Um, yeah, he's going to get penalized for alumni week probably for Pitt. Uber week will be good. IDP week, he'll be good. AEIOU will be good. Mm-hmm. Um. Color rush, blue and yellow. I don't know if blue is a good color. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's reasonably high. Analytics, he'll be good. Lucky week probably won't matter. Uh, that's see, that's a good pickup. He's screwed on Steel Fortress week. Um, he's got two. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that my direction to the panel is gonna be: if a player has two first names, you <laughs> yes. automatically dock them points. I think he might be right. So Aaron Donald automatically gets lowered. So it's gonna he's gonna have a problem unless he yeah, goes negative, against negative week. He's not gonna do well or Mm-mm. do no harm, no do harm. He's Golf talk. Well. He's not gonna do well. Yeah, Peterman Peterman principal week not not well. Mm-mm. I think the way you can work this is if you have a guy who's good over eight or nine weeks, and the first six yes. weeks are. You can try to hold on to him, yeah. And then you can the just take is, a loss you make, one, of the, one of these the weeks. The problem is you may get, how, you how may get games, like three weeks in a row that are the worst possible weeks for that player. How many you games to, you are just you have willing to, to roll the dice on Literally, whether... Spin the wheel. <laughs> yeah, whether the right rules will come up the next week. Yeah. Yeah. You could say, okay, this player is going to be awesome except for four weeks. And those four weeks, it's going to be a complete disaster. I can't have him on my, ro- my roster and draft him. And those four weeks could be weeks two through six, of the, two through five of the season. Two through six of the season. So, I mean, it's just one of those where who knows? Because we don't even know because I'm literally going to spin the wheel slash roll the dice. And whatever number comes up, that's what we're going with. All right. So, so right now, it looks like. We probably can't do Steel Fortress in the playoffs. And we probably can't do IDP week in the playoffs. I mean, I mean not, See, ID, I, not IDP, I, uh, I like, alumni. I like it. Alumni, definitely not. Can't, can't do alumni, and you can't do uh, Game Theory week in the playoffs. Or Game and Theory, I think yeah. You can't, and I think you can't do, or you probably, you don't necessarily want Steel Fortress, Golf Talk, or Doug Baldwin week in the championship. Right, but the playoffs, sure. But the playoffs are fine. You know my whole thing behind this is to illustrate how nonsense fantasy football is. <laughs> so the least, 
the least it is reliable on on uh, traditional fantasy football scoring, the more I like it. I just I li- I think of this as sort of a well, it's not a, a pentathlon. What what is seventeen? Seventeen. Um, it's not a dodecadecathlon, but um, seventeen. I just looked that up. Anyways, that of, of unrelated events. So it's sort of like uh, biathlon is you know. Cross country sh- skiing, shoot a gun, <laughs> shooting rifles. Yeah, that's to me. That's sort of what like some of these are athletic contests, and then some of them might as well be, you know, it's like running, throwing darts, you know, uh, hot dog eating contest. It's just like yes. there's no, there's no real reason that these things should be grouped together. Guess guess guessing people's weight. <laughs> right. It's a it's a heptadecagon is what it is. Is it? It's a heptadecathlon. Hepta decathlon. Hepta decathlon. Okay, so it's a hepta decathlon mm-hmm. um, with some overlap. <laughs> for good luck on the season. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> this week, this week you're shooting a rifle. Next week you're eating a hot dog. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. All right.